This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, the, the Bars and Bars podcast with your host, Mark, myself, Paul. Uh, join us tonight. We have Mickey, that's Mickey Dundee from our Celtic page to the podcast www.celticloomers.co.uk. We've also had Jonas, uh, our Dundee United supporter that comes on the podcast. Uh, on tonight's show, we're going to talk about uh, Ange, his nearing Tottenham's uh, manager's job. Uh, we're going to speak about the season the whole. We'll also get Jonas's uh, opinion on, on this whole scenario from an outside view. And we'll talk to him about Dundee United's record-breaking kit deal, I, I believe, Jonas, he's he done. With, that's uh, about the only thing that's era. positive, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, firstly, though, I'll hand off to Mark for a few shout-outs. Hey, thanks, Paul. Thanks very much to Mikey and Jonas for coming on as well. Uh, Everything the link to all our forums, everything that's in the description box below through the link tree. Uh, but we've hit 670 subscribers, so I think that's us picked up about 10 subscribers in the last week or so. So that's quite a good thing. Uh, a few shout outs to guys off the forum Old Tim Alloy, Glasgow Green, we join United Ireland, and Richie. Uh, just if you remember, hit the like button, please. And if you dare, leave a comment. Should you see who's in the live chat before you start, Paul? Evening, Jabba, Northampton. Tim, nice to see you in, mate. Mikey, you're there. Brian, all right, Brian. I'm doing you've not been about, mate. I hope everything's all right. Hey, Bobby, nice to see you again, Bobby and Bud. Hey, right, that's us, Paul. Let's get it going. So, with Ange nearing uh, Tottenham's manager's job, uh, it's all over Twitter at the moment for Beats and Romano has kind of been putting it out extensively today. That the deal is practically done. Celtic have received a 4.5, is it 4.5 million sterling? I think is it conversation. Firstly, Mark, I'll come to yourself uh, on Discord and stuff like that. You kind of didn't see happy the way it kind of fold, folded out. No, no, the way he's done it, Paul. I mean, he came in, he's, he said all the right things. I mean, I've said it to everybody I spoke to today, today about this. See that whoever the next manager is, I'm no, I'll no be buying into the way you're. That's what I'm saying, Mark. Are we aye, just gullible Celtic aye. fans? We well, love hearing that. I'm know? nearly, I'm nearly fifty year old, Paul, and I've been mugged after this guy. Basically, he came mm-hmm. in, and all he's done, Paul, is played to the gallery. He really has, and the day, and the way he's, it's his full. I've, I've said it, Paul. I've said it in the forum. I can understand him want to go to England or go somewhere and try. Better himself, but just but, come out and say it, Mark. Do you know aye, what I mean? but be more honest and open with the fans about it. But even I still can't get my head around why you would go to Spurs. That's that's one of the things we, that, I, that kind of sticks in my head as well. I mean, if the guys like Marino and Conte in there, if they can't sort that mm-hmm. out, I'm exactly. just going to sort that out. 
But it's just the way he's, the way he's conducted himself in the last few months and that just he's really, really he's been right down in my estimation. And as I've said in the forum, he, even if these talks had broke down, there's no way he could have come back to Celtic. He's burning no. bridges. And I, 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 I hope I hope I things like that. I do. Yeah. I honestly, honestly, God, I hope he's sacked by Christmas. I really do. That's how angry I'm about the way he's te- not just me, but oh, yes, we're all Celtic supporters, and we all bought into this. Still, a couple of weeks ago, he's sitting saying, "Oh, you'll be surprised how long I'll be here for." Ah, you're fucking yeah. right. We were surprised, you're lying. Two, two and a half fucking years, yeah, exactly. Two, not two, even two and a half two, years. Two and a half years. Aye. I mean, Brendan Rodgers was here longer. If I fear, does he snooked out in the middle of the night? But that, I, I just, I, I just. I just did not think that he would have left, especially with the Champions League, the batting he's got for Mark, the board and everything. Do you know what, what I'm saying to Tina Rice? There's not much difference, really, the way Ange walked out, Mikey, and the way Brendan Rodgers walked out, is there? No, like I say, if, um, if Ange was offered the job back when Conte left in February... And with a drop trowel and left at the same time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of Celtic fans saying, oh, at least he's seen the season out. He only seen the season out because the job wasn't offered to him a few months ago. I mean, mm-hmm. let's no kid ourselves on. I agree with that, Mike. I, do. I think that he'd have went walked if he'd been offered the job when Conte left. I really do. Look, I think what, what I heard, like, and, and I put up in Discord was after the fella slot kind of distanced himself. His agent was all over Spurs for the, for, for, for the, for the job. Uh, but, see, but see what that, that slot came out and said? See, he, he, word for word, he could have took that and said to Ange, Ange, just read that out. Because that boy was saying, I'm building something, I'm playing, I'm getting to the Champions exactly. League. Do you know what I mean? What that boy said, you could have just said to Ange, look, just read that thing, the exact same as him. Out. And what's the difference between PSV Eindhoven and Celtic, Mark? I mean, we still have this ambition... Both clubs have this ambition to do well in 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 Europe. Do you know what I mean? Uh, well, Arne Sloth, he's the manager of Feyenoord. Feyenoord, sorry, yes, Feyenoord, yeah. But that's what I mean. are a massive club like Celtic, but like I said, the, the Sloth stroke, spoke to, to Tottenham for, I think it was only a few hours, then decided that he was better where he was. He's built something at Feyenoord. He's got won the league for them. Champions League football. He wants to take them there and see, give it a bash with the club. Ange's been here two years and failed in Europe every year. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I said, we've been pumped out of Europe at Christmas two years in a row. You thought he would at least give it one mere go. And then Celtic, and that's what I say I said to Mark earlier. With the with the funds that Celtic have got and the backing that Ange has been given, if he had a run at Europe this year and we never got European football past Christmas. Celtic were well within the right to start asking questions of Ange. Know what I mean? Aye, I've said that as well. I've said that as well. If failed in Europe again, you wouldn't. If we were planning on being a European club, we would need to actually question if Ange was going to be the man to take us to the next step. <coughs> well, that's one thing, Mark. He can say he didn't get the back by the board. And no. we're falling into this scenario, Mark, where me and you constantly said this. We chew all our eggs in one basket with Ange. Aye, you know? they came back and butters in the bum when it, when it all went Again, back. again, and again, and again. again you know, evening, evening, you, evening, you, Deep, thanks for joining us. You as well, Rebel86, nice to see you again, mate. 
Let's well, just look, get your well, Sorry, Mikey, go on. Sorry, just before we get yours in, what a lot of Celtic fans need to realise as well, because I think a lot of them are panicking over, in my opinion, nothing. They keep saying that, oh, Kyogo will be away in Hitati and everybody's going to follow him. Do Celtic supporters not realise that all these players are under long-term contracts? <laughs> if they if they players are wanted by Tottenham or other clubs, they're going to need to pay big money for them. No, I mean, could you like, really see Don Mikey Spurs setting Harry Kane and Kyogo coming in to replace him? They'd be a meltdown in, in Spurs. But they've not got they've not got a choice though. I'm not saying Kyogo's going to replace Kane because Kane's a hundred percent going to leave to go to Real Madrid to replace Benzema. So Kane's away, no matter what. Well, whether Kyogo's his replacement or no, that's that's no for me to see. I don't think so, but I still think he'll try and sign him. But again, it's going to cost big money. You know I, I mean, like when, when Rogers when Rogers left Celtic, well, a few months ago, and then we had problems with it was Christie and Edward and that they were all come to the end of the deal. There, so, I mean, they, scenario, all, yeah. this is totally a different scenario. We've got a great squad, everybody's at a good age, they're all long term deals, Champions League football. So I mean, Celtic are in a different. Celtic have got a choice. Of a lot of good managers there. And it's, 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 we're in a different, different, different neck of the woods now. So I have, mm-hmm. I've said just where we are, the team, the squad we've got, the money we've got, we've got Champions League football. And that I, I think we'd be surprised. I said to you earlier, Mikey. I've said to Paul, I'd be surprised at the level of people that are, what, what could be interested in the job mm-hmm. because of, because of that. I mean, even even if they come in and they. We're getting to this stage now, but as I said, I'm not buying into another manager, right? Even if somebody comes in, they're only went in for two for two seasons, right? Fair dues. But get a top manager in. That's, do you know what I mean? See this building. Get a director of football in to do all the building behind the scenes and just get a manager in that's going to take that team to the next the level. The system stays the same, Mark. Do you know what I mean? The aye. system stays. Like, even Cork City here have a director of football. Do you know what I mean? Aye. He's, he's not doing great at the moment, like, but we still have one. Dundee United have a director of football, Jonas, don't you? Well, we did, no, not at the moment, but... We did, he did have one, though, didn't you? you yeah, did. we did, yeah. Yeah. You know, and what's your, just from the outside, Doris, what's what's your take on it? Like, are we right to feel angered by this, by the way? And was kind of talking to talk to us the last couple of weeks and then... Yeah, I mean, I can, underst- I can understand why people are annoyed, obviously, with, with the way it's been... But certain things that have been said as well, and I find it strange that he's going to a club that aren't even in European football this season. So it's and also a club that's needing a rebuild that are going to lose their their best striker in the summer, and then I mean the problem he's going to have at Tottenham is as well is she trying to attract players to that club when they're not in Europe. Like top players going to those types of leagues. I mean, you'll get some of them that'll be happy playing in the Conference League or in the Europa League, but most of them want to play in the Champions League. So you're not going to get any real high-end players, in my opinion, if you're not in the Champions League. And Tottenham aren't in any form of European football, so who's going to want to go and play there for a year? You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. Man City will strengthen, Arsenal will strengthen, Man United, Chelsea. I mean, Newcastle, Newcastle are already in the Champions League. So what's <laughs> it? I mean... Who's to say that he'll be under massive pressure to try and get them to qualify for the Champions League? So it could go, it could go to south for the winter really quick, and he could end up in mid-table mediocrity. And the problem that he, they, the problem they've got, is because he's not a big name. 
his he's going to be on a very short a short sort of like grace period with the supporters as well. If he gets Man City, Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool in these first half dozen games and loses four of them at the start of the season, the fans could be calling for his head before you're even into September, you know what I mean? Because they've made it known that they don't want him. I mean, that's what I mean. You already look at the meltdown. You look at the meltdown that's happened since he's even... You know what I mean? They're already not happy with him. So it's not going to be take... All it's going to take is a couple of bad results for the knives to be out, you know what I mean? Well, that's hilarious, yeah. Like, that's what I mean. That's the total sort of snobbery of English football, yeah. Like, we didn't want this guy now. Who did Tottenham to think? I won. Celtic are massive compared to Tottenham, right? They can go on about English Premier League money and fancy stadiums and that. Fancy stadiums doesn't win you games. And they're a mediocre middle to Premier League club, so they're lucky they're even getting a manager like him in the first place, yeah. No, I mean that's what all I've heard for the last two or three days is, oh, we need, we deserve better than this, and we want this, and we want that. They've not got any right to dictate to anybody. They've no won a trophy in twenty years. Got what I mean? Aye. 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 So, aye. So, aye. So, aye. 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 Yeah. I, I can't mean, Paul. Did he just say there's a couple of shooters to these new boys, Paul? <laughs> Even in Justin, there, just read that, Mikey. That Justin Kimmy, he's saying what you said earlier. He's actually quite excited to like going forward in that. Do you know what I mean? David Stalker, nice to see you again, mate. Stephen McGonigal, Celtic forever. Cheers for coming on again, bud. Your JFP in as well. Even in JFP. Yeah, but it is an exciting thing for Celtic, though. Before, like, like when Rogers left and then obviously Kennedy took over and then we got Ange and that, and the squad was a, a full rebuild. Like I said, Ange has left, or is a way to leave. Like I've said, we've got a full squad, a, a very young squad. Everybody's under contract, a lot of good players, Champions in football, very good finances. Like I said, this is it's good to... Is it, in my opinion, it's exciting. There's a lot of fans that need to look past, like, oh, we've lost Ange and this, but there's a lot of good managers out there. Eh? Yeah, we're in a different position, Mikey, where we were when Neil Lennon left. I mean, as you said there, there was players in the last couple of months of their contracts, there was players leaving. We need to, we're not, no, like, we're long-term contracts, is what you said, with, with right. Kyogo, Hayati, they're all long-term contracts. Yeah, Ed, you know, like so. Edward and Ryan Christie and that, they all down tools. They didn't want to play mm-hmm. for Celtic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the people keep saying, oh, the Japanese players all want to follow Ange and that. Japanese players and that are the most respectful people exactly. and players on the planet. Know what I mean? Like, see, if, Kai, like, and if Ange wants Kyogo or Hitachi or that, that's fine, but you'll be paying big, big money for them. So, mm-hmm. like I said, they're going to Come back, what does this... Sorry, Mikey, go on. No, I was going to say, well, Tottenham are ready to go and sell Harry Kane to Real Madrid in the last year. He's contract for hundred million, so they're going to have plenty of money to spend it. So, who, who um, what does this do for our transfer plans, Mark? Like, you know, we kind of chew all our eggs in one basket with Ange and attracting players to suit his style of play. Does that kind of put us on a, a well, bit of a backbone? Or, or? Well, I mean, according to Ange, a few months, a couple of months back, there was already plans in place for the summer signings and that. But if if they are in, still in place, when the new manager comes in, it's got to be asked. It's got to be done to him. You could show him the list and say, "Look, we can we can pull the trigger on any of these players 
as soon as you tell us if you want them. But if it doesn't want them, it's not going to happen. And that's just another thing. It's just all these plans that Anne's made is just all blowing up my faces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing that's kind of really got me in this whole situation is our transfer plans. Do you know what I mean? And the process, I think, needs to happen quickly, Mark, that we, we don't have another kind of Eddie Howe situation that I hope that the club already kind of knew about this and we do have plans in place and get the manager as soon as possible. There's enough, there's enough managers out there, Paul, that are available. No negotiation apart from the manager. You've got like Potter, you've got Jesse Marks, you've got uh, even Brendan Rodgers. Do you know what I mean? So it's, there's no reason for... There's all these there's top managers that are all out of job they know. So there's no reason to be dragging my heels out it, get in there and get, get it sorted out as soon as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. All, all mm -hmm. the best managers in the world want to play in the, want to manage in the Champions League. And Celtic are right into the group stages. They've got the financially backed, like it says. They've got a good squad as it is. That's a good. That's a dream job for a lot of people. Eh? Like, so you've come on mm -hmm. Champions League nights to like at Celtic Park. Eh? Like it says, mm -hmm. there's like it says, there's a few contenders out there. But Jesse Marsh for me, based on what he just did with Salzburg alone and the squad that he assembled there, he's the number one for me. Eh? He's already talked in the past. When we came up against these teams and we got annihilated from Salzburg many a time when he was the manager, he's already talked that one day he would love to be at Celtic. Like you say, just give him what he wants and just get him in the door. Mm -hmm. I, agree with, I agree with that. It's, there's no need for us to be dragging our heels. I know, Rebel, I know Rogers has ruled himself out. I'm just talking about who is actually available. But again, he's ruled himself I just was talking about that before we came live. It's, according to Sky, he's taking a kind of break for football, but if you don't ask a question, you'll never know. He thought he spoke before about he would come back to Celtic. Is, is it, maybe this is going to be his only opportunity. Mm -hmm. I, I just think, like, like I said, Joe Mark was kind of a bit strange that he turned up in that game in, in the league, in the in the, the Scottish Cup semi final against Rangers. He was in the stands. You know, could we have known back then or? Mm. That, that, that Ange was away. Uh, it's hard to you're kind of guessing then, isn't you? Just, mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I mean? As I said, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but <clears throat> so it's the kind of things are starting to be piecing it together, isn't it? It's no, Ange is just strung as a line for the last couple of months, basically. That's the way I'm looking at it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think what's annoying me about the whole situation, I understand managers move on and that, yeah. Like he says, if he wants to go to Tottenham, fine. But it's all the nonsense the last week, two weeks in the press. If you're wanting to stay, just say you're staying. If you're wanting to leave, then say you're thinking about leaving. None of this nonsense. Like you just said on Saturday after the game, he said that he was not prepared to answer questions because he wanted to enjoy this. He said, uh, this yeah, milestone. Exactly. He wanted to enjoy this milestone. And 24, not even 24 hours later, he's already signed for another club. That's what's pissed me off more than anything. Just say, just be honest, because fans will respect it more. Eh? Zach, you get more respect, Mark. That's what Mikey's saying there. Like, he'd leave him better terms. You know? uh, aye, definitely. Uh, aye, that's the thing about it. Because he's just been as a lot of shite for the last few weeks, I think that's what's hurt people more. I mean, it's like Rogers, right? The team is, the team, it was the same thing. The atmosphere at Celtic Park must have been rank rotten at the time. 
So it affected the team probably with Rodgers. But everybody knew that Rodgers wasn't going, he was leaving in the summer if he hadn't left when he did. So he, mm-hmm. he took it, so he done what he done. But everybody's saying, oh, but Anne stayed to the end and stuff like that. But the thing is, why, is it, why could he not come out and even explain why to the fans why you done that? Why you chose to go to Spurs? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, yeah. man, somebody's, I mean, somebody's got to ask him that question. And in a press conference, just see well, what was your thinking? Why did you leave Celtic to come to Spurs? Money. Have we got? I, I, I could genuinely be the only. That's that make it. I. That's the only reason I can honestly think of. Is I mean, they're talking about ten million pound contracts and stuff like that. I honestly think that could be. It's just totally down to money, and it's just a chance. And he doesn't care if he gets sacked before Christmas because he's walking away with ten million quid. Hey, this is Northampton North as well. Sorry, I'm just writing North in the chat that Northampton Tim. I suppose as well, Mark. What? Mike, uh, he was talking to Paul. Sorry, Mike. I thought he said he was writing on the chat. No, no, I was just reading that Northampton Tim um, right. says this is going to go on for a few months. Certainly can't afford this to go on for a few months. Like he says, we can't afford this, this Eddie Howe thing to happen. Like, well, we got lucky with Eddie Howe. And then Ange and that we can't afford for that to happen again. There's plenty of managers out there that are not even in contract that are top class managers. So, like I say, this needs to be done quick. This can't be dragging on for months. No way. So, mm-hmm. I think we need to get a manager as soon as possible. When when we back to pre season, can it mid July? Is this? Aye, beginning of July to aye, the seventh or eighth or something, maybe. Paul, yeah. I know, I know, hundred percent sure. But get get them, get them tied up and get them done. I mean, it's it's a close season, and it's it's not as if he's going to be needing to be at uh, Lennox Town every day of the week. But in this modern day with internet and stuff like that, you can, you know what I mean. He can be looking at players and doing what he needs to do, but these changes behind the scenes and stuff like that. Doesn't it actually doesn't need to be in the building every day of the week. What's your your team then on the roaring contract, Mark? Are you in favour of us with managers? Or would you like a new manager to come in here, give you four years? At least then, there, is there some commitment? I know he might go uh, within that four years, but it's giving you some bit of expectations that he could be here for those four years, you know? I, 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 it's new. It's, it's new use. Maybe for the first season, Paul. You can kind of mm-hmm. maybe understand that because it maybe suit the club and it maybe suit the man the incoming manager. But if if they're a success, if they're a success, part of it should be for that second season they sign a new kind of longer term deal. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, like the the Roaring contract, it starts the next day again. Like you know, it rolls on nuttier the next aye. day, ain't it? When one day aye. finishes, it just rolls on. Like aye, I've, I've of... just uh, every day is just a like a, a year's deal still to go. Mm-hmm. Just two uh, minutes, two minutes in Paul. Even PK, I don't know if I gave you a shout. But thanks for coming in, James McGrory. Oh, oh man, I don't know how you even say that guy's name. It's an Irish Paul. <laughs> there it's mm-hmm. on the screen. Oh, Dub Paul. I put it on my screen, but thanks very much for coming in anyway, mate. Uh, Jesus, man. Can you not pronounce that either? Bestie, no. nice to see you again, bestie, bud. Donahill. Like thanks for coming in anyway, mate, and joining us. Uh, Jonas, what's your 
do, do you kind of Dundee United? Did you ever do kind of rolling contracts or with managers, or was it always like a long term plan, three years, four years? Doyle. No, well, I think um, it normally has tended to be a couple of year contract, but we're uh, obviously with Goodwin coming in. He was only initially on a twelve month con uh, twelve game contract till the end of this season. Obviously, then he got the two year deal at the end of it. But it tends to be normally we tend to go for two one or two years normally. Like, but we've had our bridges we've had been stung with that in the past. So I think that's maybe why they gave them the the sort of rolling contract to begin with. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the thing about that is as well, Paul. It's more security as well. I mean, if we even bring some down and give them a four-year contract, it doesn't mean that they're going to be, the chances are they're not going to be here for the full four years. Yeah, and if and if we want to get rid of Denmark, I think we'd have to pay them out of contract. So then it's, 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 it's a benefit in one way, in another way then it's not. Do you know, it works both ways really, don't this? See, I, 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 I'm just saying curiosity, and maybe guys in the chat or you guys maybe know of Jonas, see if you put a manager on a rolling contract, but in this rolling contract, are you able to put a release clause in the manager's thing? So just say you can activate the year's rolling contract, but his buyout of that year is ten million. Is that allowed? I would that? say so. I, aye, think, I, th- yeah. I, I think so, Mike. I think so, Mikey. Aye. The term, it, uh, Tim, Tim Alloy asked me that on the forum the other day. He asked if it was a case of like if Spurs came in and all well, well, that's her own contract everybody's just saying is it a year's money but Disney need to, that's just a kind of turn of, a term of phrase people use but it'll be written into his contract the actual figure there'll be a figure it's not just going to say a year's wages a year's salary or, do you know what I mean there'll be an actual figure in his contract so it's like buying the player Mark really like in this aye in a way aye because yeah. like, that would be a good if you had somebody on a year, rolling contract a year but then said but if a club was to approach you, the, the release clause is ten million. Then I'm all for a rolling contract. Then, because <laughs> then it would make sense. Because if it wasn't working out, then you can just say, "See you later." Know what I mean? If Brian Sheen was Martin and he let Celtic Park advising the board and giving opinions in certain managers. I just don't think that the board taking into account. Eh? No, he's a bit. I'm no offence to Martin, but he's a dinosaur. Do you know what I mean? Did, did he? Martin O'Neill couldn't manage. Martin O'Neill couldn't work. Couldn't manage a kind of modern club. I don't no. think so. Do you know what I mean? With the amount of kind of coaches and the football science and all this kind of stuff and that, I don't think Martin O'Neill could could do like work it. He would understand half of that these days. Yeah, that's what like the few guys in the chat are asking like, who do you want as manager? My number one, like I've said right from the start, is Jesse Marsh. What about you, Mark? Eh, uh, Roy Keane. <laughs> Do you know what, Mark? It won't surprise me by if his name popped up again. You know? no, I would probably, I would, I would, I would probably go with Marsh or the Bodo Glunt guy, not Nutsin. Nutsin. I just I but I mean, Marsh. If Rogers has ruled himself out, I don't know if Potter is kind of the way they're talking about. He's still actually on a kind of gardening and leave for Chelsea. So I don't know if that could end up costing. I'm a hell of a lot of money, sir. It's got to be really Marshy's only kind of viable option, isn't it? What about you, Paul? I don't know. I, I, I was kind of swaying towards Potter, you know, yeah. but 
if he's on garden leave, is how much is that going to cost yeah, us? Yeah, I said that to Mark earlier. I said Aye, that. I, his contract was worth fifty million quid at Chelsea. Mhm. He is a top manager, mm-hmm. Potter. Like, but I just like. But would his garden leave be until maybe the end of the season? They really can't tell him to stay else. No, what? No, what? What would year? happen? What would happen with that is if Celtic wanted him to be manager and Potter wanted to accept, then it'd be up to Potter to basically say, to basically give up the whatever he's due for Chelsea. Aye, it's uh-huh, like he's just, uh-huh. uh, it's just, it's not, it's just he's get prob- he's probably just getting paid every month, Paul. Feel like his salary, he'll just be getting. It's not as if he's getting a like a one off payment of fifty million pound. It's probably just his salary. It's, as long as he's out of work, he's getting paid his salary off of Chelsea. So if he takes another job, mm-hmm. Chelsea don't Chelsea stop paying him that. Was it was what was it Rogers? Was Rogers not under something like that at the time when he came to us? From was was it Rogers? I was trying yeah. to think. There was a guy I can mind it something like that coming up before. But yeah, like, what about you, Jonas? Who do you find? Well, no, you're obviously United, but who do you think? Uh, just like with the contract situations and think, I think Marshall will probably be the. I think he looks like he'll end up getting the job because, like you say, Potter will be under that. But it's the same as what that was the same when Goodman took over at United. He was under like that garden leave at Aberdeen, but he, he then, when he accepted our job, he then went and wrote off the rest of the money yeah, that he sport, you're, to go you, into. You just forfeited yeah. Yeah, so he, he forfeited his compensation, obviously, coming managers. So, like I say, for any deal to happen with Potter, it would be a case of him having to waive whatever he was due to. I, I don't think a lot of Celtic supporters will actually realise how big an appointment Jesse Marsh would actually be. That's how sought after the years in world, world football, like yeah. Uh, it's box, it's a, it's box office, isn't it? Yeah, well, when I he, think, he, do you know what? Because I think people will only look at Leeds because a lot of people don't see the kind of European football that he did, and they'll only look at Leeds and like what you were saying, Mark, on on Discord and stuff. Like Leeds were a shambles of a club, anyway. Yeah, that's what like uh, like Leeds. That's you know? what I was saying to Mark earlier. Like when it came to Red Bull Salzburg when he was there, obviously mm-hmm. the Austrian league is better than the Scottish league. He Even terms, he dominated that with Salzburg. Okay, he had mere finance and that, but he saw the way he played football and that. Like he says, he played against Celtic, God knows how many times, and pumped us. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he said, he went to RB Leipzig, which is a poison chalice in the Bundesliga, as Jonas will tell you as well. That job. And the way the club's run is just hated from top to bottom. And then obviously he's took over at Leeds, which is another, again, Boys a rotten Charles. club. It's just a rotten club from top to bottom as well. So, like he says, if they got somebody like him, and like he says, that would be the kind of guy that would, I'd fancy to be there kind of long term. Eh? Mm-hmm. So, well, just think, Mark, we want the manager whose name we can pronounce, and it doesn't take us ages to oh, find out what way to pronounce it. I'm sure you'll, you'll still mess it up, Paul. Don't worry about it. No, no, there's no <laughs> doubts about that anyway. Um, Sorry, just, going just, on. Paul, just, just before we move on, because I've just went and noticed that Brian's just went and said that John Kennedy, and I, just, I want to get my opinion on that right away. When John Kennedy took over as manager or interim basis when Neil Lennon left, he burnt his bridge forever. Getting the Celtic job after the I think Kennedy like will be away. I really do. I think Kennedy. Like he, he just continued to do what Lennon was doing. Same tactics, picking the same push, everything. Like uh, he, he's he's not a manager, John Kennedy. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like see, he might a be good, a decent coach. Good coach, as yeah, you said, that man. Good coach, yeah. 
But he likes to Yeah, he'll be away. Like like that's that's one thing that I'm actually excited for with this change as well. A full change, like a full reshuffle. No, like Jesse Marsh or Potter or any manager of any sorts is not going to come to a football club and be forced coaching staff on them. Eh? They'll want to bring other st- all their own coaching staff, scouts, coaches, physios, dietitians, everything. No, I mean, is that, is, is, that, uh, is that maybe a, I said this to earlier on? Is this maybe is that maybe a kind of sign of Celtics letting Kennedy and Stratton go that they've got somebody lined up that's wanting to bring in their own background oh, staff? Stuff, yeah, yeah. Says, these guys, I mean, some of these big, big teams in Europe, like there's, there's 15 and 20 guys sitting in their, sitting in their, their dugout as part of their kind of backroom staff, and that. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of these top managers, they've all got the, the people that they trust. Yeah. So make you what you say, guys like Marsh is going to be like, oh no, I'm not working with John Kennedy. He can go and go and work with the B team or something. Like I've got my own assistant that follows me fucking everywhere or, or the world well, kind of yeah, thing. As you have mm-hmm. said there, the last two or three two managers, I think maybe John Kennedy and the rest of the backroom staff have been just kind of just forced, not maybe not forced, but like that's that's why you're working with. The fact that it's already basically confirmed that Gavin Strack and Kennedy is away with Ange tells me everything. Eh? Like says, I think I think they've definitely as soon as I seen Dermot Desmond at the match on Saturday, and a lot of people tell about it was the final, you'd expect him to be there. That boy never attends matches unless there's something going on like eh? <laughs> mm-hmm. So the fact that he was at that game, there was, I, I I personally think there's already somebody on the line to be appointed. I I think so too. Yeah, I think it could be Lord. There'll be well, well, maybe, well, I will maybe have been. Well, maybe have done what like Angie's done. We've had, we've had talks with you know what I mean. Maybe a couple of guys to see for interest. It maybe took it a wee bit further down the line with one or two of them kind of thing. But just I, I, I don't think Desmond's. I don't think Dermot Desmond's kind of that naive. Not of something and always kind of in the background. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Just look, look, I bring, bring his name up because a lot of people were kind of saying the minute he comes in the door, it's 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 always fault and stuff like that. Like, but what influence will he have in 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 this new process for a manager? Like, with the kind of I would say at the moment inexperience of Nicholson in in, in these appointments. Who? Lars Peter Lars. He'll not have any part of him, Paul, really. It's not his job mm. anymore. I know that, like, but would would the, would you take Nicholson would kind of maybe lean off his expertise in, in looking for a manager? Aye, I mean, I do be, I mean, let's not be... Consultation or something aye, like that. Aye, aye, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not, he'll not have any input on these things and that, but the push comes to the shove, it'll be Dermot Desmond and Michael Nicholson that'll end the mm-hmm. fight that, is it? Chris, something the finance guy, isn't it? will be these. McCart, isn't it? McCart, is this, I think? No, that's a youth guy, is it? No. Is this? Yeah, it's the okay. But it'll be done yeah. to, it'll be done to them to sort it out. But I mean, I mean, it will still be ran by the board and Peter Lowe's the chairman of the board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just hope Gavin Strachan lets the court to the laptop. Fucking... Aye. <laughs> 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 the Wi-Fi password. Like well like you, that. Mikey. I, I I'm with you, Mike. I I want a a whole change across 
the kind of backroom staff. I think a lot of them there now have been there a long time and you know, well, the only I guess, one yeah. I really feel comfortable with staying there is Stevie Woods, really. You know? Yeah, yeah well he's you want to keep Stevie Woods though, because yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. are hard to come by. You know, but, um that's what I was saying to Mark. Yeah? Like a lot of people maybe just think that when a manager changes, it's maybe just a manager coaching and necessarily a few coaches. There could be a 15, 20 members of staff that change hands when a manager changes, eh? Like it says, it's a total, like it says, this is why it needs to be done now. Like it says, not so much the squad in that, because the squad's already set as it is. Obviously, there'll be a few players in, in and out, obviously. But the coaching, the staff, everything around the club, it's a total, it's a massive change like that. Like it mm-hmm. says, they were they got lucky about Ange last time when obviously Eddie Howe fell through and then Ange came in last minute and he was able to work with what he got. That that was lucky. You didn't get that lucky other time. Like, uh, so like you say, Jesse Marsh and Potter and guys like that, they've got massive backroom staff here. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like it's all kind of up in the air yet, Mark. Really, like we till the club comes out and kind of states Ange is gone and. We kind of start seeing progress then who who's kind of on the short list at the moment, you know, but you'll expect these top names of managers to be on Celtics wish list, wouldn't you? A hundred percent. And as, as I've said, Paul, there'll be there'll be managers that are interested in the Celtic job that we nearly as even have mentioned on here or on the live chat mm-hmm. of that the night. Because what we've said just where the club's sitting in it, it should be, well I've I'm obviously I'm biased because I'm a Celtic supporter, but it's got to be a very, very attractive kind of prospect or project or whatever you want to call it to any kind of young, good, top kind of manager trying to get a wee bit of a step up in the game, surely. Um, where the, uh, Birdie is saying, think it might be Harry Kuehl could have been a reason why he was born in. I, I kind of chewed that to you, Mark, the other day. It wouldn't surprise me. How, 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 why is Ange not taking him? I know. You thanks know? for thanks for joining us, by the way, Weirdy Beardy. You know, Mike, Michael Afarrell as well. Thanks very much for coming. What, what would what would be your thoughts there, Mikey? And and that? Harry, I mean Harry Kill couldn't manage Barnet in England's bottom tier, so I don't <laughs> I don't think he's going to like quite make it as the Champions League manager like that. I, I, I think, think he'd be I think he'd even struggle at Dundee United. What about that, Jonas? Would you take Harry Kill as your manager? I don't know, has he ever managed before? Or? <laughs> I, Paranus, it, I think, was this? Who was it, Mikey? Barnet. Barnet. <laughs> I've, I've, even, I've even seen folk on Twitter and that talking about, about Scott Brown. Yeah, but that's just, that's just people putting that. It's the same that every that someone leaves a club that, again, that's, that's just... It's fun. Still there, Jonas? Hello. Hi, yes. Yes. Ah, you cut off your mouth. No, what, ha- what happens? My phone sometimes like, go, like, can like it powers down. So like, it, right. if I'm not moving it about, then like I mute my mic, but I'm, I can still hear everybody. Uh, no, I was just saying that Scott Brown's manages in the third or fourth tier English football or whatever it is with Fleetwood Town. You know, what I mean, a slightly different kettle of fish than the Champions League, is it? So uh, then, that's, a, that's just uh, a I, me- that, That's just fun yeah. putting. Two and two together, like that's just the romantic side of people seeing because he's a club legend. You know what I mean? No, I mean, but me and Jonas have also been to see a Fleetwood game before, and it's like on the edge of being a high-profile junior team, like a 
So I think it'd it be a lot, a, a lot, Mickey, like League Two in, in, in Irish football, I say. Yeah, you probably. Know, yeah. So you, you, not, not, not wrong, great, like. They've got wrong, like you say. They've came like in the last 10, 15 years. They've came from nothing to League One, I think they are. So they're, they're doing uh, no bad. But Scott Brown's. I got don't think Scott Brown's knowing they're capable enough no, mark of taking this Celtic job at the chance. Absolutely, yeah. no chance. He's got no, a lot of more. He's got a lot of more. Did that? Did that? Did that? Kind of appointments are long gone. Do you know what I mean? That's all. I mean, that's all right. The likes of your mother bowls and places like that. Do you know what I mean? But if you're at the Celtics level, you can't just appoint an ex player just because he's an ex player because that's all it would be. He's done he hides a manager. No, he's got, he's got plenty of teeth to cut yet before he's even considered aye, in the future. Aye. Like, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that he's not he's no future. Maybe manager, get Fleetwood up the, maybe Mickey, if he got Fleetwood up the divisions aye. or something, do you know. That's some success, like, but at the moment, the juice he's, he's actually done nothing. Yeah, really yeah, look at a different you know? animal just now. Aye, like I've already said, with the finances, the cunt squad they've got, the Champions League football, that this, this, this isn't going to be a project manager or somebody that they're going to roll the dice on. This is going to be somebody that's proven already that's going to come into this job. Eh? I think, yeah, I, that's you know, that, that's what I'm looking for in, 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 in the new manager. And it's actually weird that we're talking about a new manager considering the success we had, you know? Like, I want someone that can bring Celtic to the next level in, in Europe, you know? Give us a good run who knows how to play York, Mark, that, he, like, knows that we always said Ange tactics in, in Europe was going toe-to-toe with teams, and we couldn't do that. No. And I want a manager who, who has experience that Celtic can't do that and has a different way of playing. Not the same way of playing all the time, you know. I've seen that with Jesse March, uh, March with Leeds. He changed his style, Mickey, when he played the big teams a bit, you know. Yeah, like, but, but, but in the two years that he was, at, like I said, at Salzburg, Jesse March, and that's when he was. I mean, people that you guys are actually big with Salzburg actually are in Austria, and the pressure he he was under actually in Austria to actually get, get results, but. Um, mm-hmm. The two years that he was there, the football he played, how well he did in Europe for a team for Austria, like outstanding. Like uh, that's what got him move. Obviously, moved to Leipzig. Obviously, it's the same group that own all that. Uh, it was like a promotion paper, like when it yeah. kind of thing. Bobo Nuxton, Mark, like you were saying, like like Bobo Glee, we thought we trashed them, but to tow us apart, and he put oh, a team man. together within weeks, Mark. That Honestly. Came, Honestly, Paul, see if I was a betting man, me and, me and Jack would be st- doing steam with my mum, the new man. That gives you the bet your hoot. I'd have bet everything I owned on Celtic beating that boat over. Because mm-hmm. remember were, when we did. They were, in their close, they were in their close season and everything. Yeah. I remember we did a podcast, Mark, a week before that. And I was saying to you, the amount of players that left and the amount of players he promoted from the youth system. And he was putting the team together. And all they were playing was called closed doors teams games then. I mean, but that and is. And just wipe Celtic off the pitch. Wipe that off is, the pitch. But that is, oh, I'm judging them on Paul as the games mm-hmm. against Celtic, to be honest, and kind of, well, you read that he's done so well and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? But as, as Mikey says, but if you're, said to me earlier on, if you're going to just get a, get a guy in because he beats it, like beating Celtic or doing well against Celtic, the St Martin manager, he's done it, he's done it twice this season, do you know what I mean? But as I said, that's all I kind of remember him for. 
And then, but I read about him. That's the only reason kind of I put him in the mix. But I, I know a lot of Celtic fans are like kind of there. He's our number one pick. I'd, I'd have marshed him definitely. I, I would. I'm kind of leaning towards that. You know, like just what kind of Mickey is saying there, like, like not not look at the lead situation. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, and look what he did with Salzburg and, and stuff like that. You know, you know? Well, you, I, that's that's right, Mikey. The beat Roma. No, that's right. I. He did, yeah. Well, that's what, like, uh, people, like this is where the, everybody's, like, football fans, everybody's obviously got an opinion, and a lot of fans could be very fickle and find stuff in that. You can go through every manager in the world and find something negative. You know what I mean? Like he says, before Ange came, his one percentage was perfect. That's for I. Somebody put that up about Marshall in the forum yesterday. His one percentage was only 50%. Ange is only a one percentage of 50%. Once in his career, before he came to Celtic, even his last one, he was at I think it was forty-eight or forty-nine percent at that Yokohama. So you see, just people pull up stats and, and I was reading whatever their, their actual point of view or argument is. So I was reading something, Mark, that you were saying there as well about the the kind of club kind of said they kind of drifting off the last couple of weeks, and this, the exact same thing happened with Yokohama. The club started drifting out, and they, they were thinking that and it wasn't. He was actually in talks with AIK Athens as well as Celtic that time, and Athens was practically nearly a done deal until Celtic actually came in for it. Oof. Yeah, I didn't know that. No, I was reading it. It was it was Aye. it was um it was the fella. What's his name, Mark Dan? Um, All of it. Yeah, that, 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 that was saying it. He was talking during some Austria and he said this it, it doesn't surprise him like that Ange left. He normally stays about two and a half years at a club and lo and behold he signs a two and a half year deal with Spurs with an option of a third. You know, that's how long he kinda I think that's the modern manager as well, Mickey, ain't this? You know, it's no kind of long term project for manager staying at clubs anymore, really, is there? Yeah, but like says, I would like still like to drink, thinking the romantic of football that there is managers out there that genuinely want to go to a club and genuinely just make aye. make it a home eh, and become aye. a club legend. Eh? Aye, the word legends through about too much in football aye. these days, anyway. For one, like, that's yeah. what pissed me off. You know, like what what you're saying there, Mickey. That's like, kept going on, Mark, about the next step, the next step. You know, I mean, we're looking to do this, we're looking to do that, and. First sign of a sniff, he's gone. You know, that's what kind of that's what, like, really got to me. Jaya Face says that Ange shafted me, which he's, he's 100% right. Celtic mm-hmm. have, have got to start basing himself on European performances. And especially in the second season with Ange, he got given everything he wanted. He had the squad that he wanted and was still got humped to. Like he says, mm-hmm. when like Martin O'Neill went into Europe, got with a final. Gordon Strachan in Europe. Out the group yeah. stages twice. Since 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 I think I think Neil Lennon did he get he got out the group once as well. So since Neil Lennon in twenty twelve, we've never ever did nothing in Europe. That's nearly 10, 11 years. That's shocking for a club the size of Celtic. Like see that? Look, see that Andy? Would you would you hang doors for thirty quid a pop? If someone offered you fifty quid a pop, you'd be offering us as well. See that's they you can't compare football. To hanging doors or working in a building site. It's a totally different job. It's a totally different environment, totally different world. 
Do you know what I mean? There's, you can't compare compare like for like. And uh, well, Scott Brown turned down mere money for the public. James Forrest turned down mere money for the public. Cal McGregor turned down mere money for the public. So mm-hmm. yeah, so people they turn down these kind of these kind of moves. But you see people. I don't think you're going to see a builder talking about hanging the door and his love for hanging the door. I don't know. A big, what's a big building company? Advance walking about with his advanced fleece on, pumping his chest every time he gets something right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, what people realize as well, and this is what annoys I mean, Jonas as well when it comes to money, and money's ruined football, right? If somebody, like, he's out 30 from 50 from, right? See if somebody's on. 70 grand a week, or somebody's on 50 grand a week. That extra 20 grand's nothing there. You'll go on tax anyway, wouldn't it? No, I mean, so 30 to pound to 50 pound is probably a bit of a difference, but 30 grand to 50 grand isn't it? No, nah, yeah, I, you know I, I, mean? I totally get what Michael's in there, right? See, I understand the point of view that that boy's trying to make. That works in our world where we all have to work for a living, but not in football because even if you're because it doesn't matter what level of football you're at in the top league in any country, you're still on thousands. Okay, it's maybe the difference between tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands, but that person's not going to be short of money regardless of where where they are. Whereas if someone says to me, I work for a company, a, a, a painter's company, right? If another company then approached me and said, we'll give you five grand a year more, then I would job shit because it mm-hmm. makes a difference to me. Whereas in football terms, it's all relative whether you're on a hundred grand a week or fifty grand a week. You're no, you're no sure either way. So, it's how long have you, how long have you worked with him for, Jonas? Nine years. Right, you've been there nine. nine years. Right, you've been there nine years. Right, say, say somebody say, Jonas, why come work for us for an extra ten grand a year? But in six months, maybe twelve months, you, you'll know of a job. What you got? Do you know what I mean? What you going to say? Nah, I would stay where I was because at the I, end of the day, this, you would be on bigger money for a, a wee. A year, but then you're out a job come the end of the year. So aye. yeah, it's, um, not always, it's not always good. Williams is saying Spurs have eight managers in the last ten years. Some of them a lot bigger names. I think I actually think he's taking a big, big risk on that. Off, aye, I a risk. Aye, a, a, a risk yeah. is an understatement of the year. If Antonio yeah, Conte and Jose Mourinho couldn't do anything at that football club, yeah, then how naive does Ange think he is? And, and plus, plus as well, Mickey. You have no choice in the players you buy down there. You know what I mean? I think Conte got two signings or two signings of the players he wanted. The rest of them were just kind of it was the two the two fellas that played in uh, Italy. What I don't understand, right, is Daniel Levy's notoriously tight fisted, right? And mm-hmm. like remember Mourinho came out and said that I wanted to sign so and so, but I never got him because they didn't they wanted to pay an extra five million and Conte said the same, right? Mm-hmm. How, does Ange just suddenly think that like there's been world-class managers that went before him that won Champions League? Mourinho's one of the greatest of all time. Regardless of what your opinion of the boy is, he's won Champions League, he's won, tri- he's won, the, tre- he's won the treble in Serie A, he's won the Champions League with Porto, he's won it with Inter, right? He's won the Premier League, he's won the Europa Conference League, he's won the Europa League. D- does Ange just think that he's going to swan down there and all of a sudden Daniel Levy's going to say, oh, there's a blank check, but get who you want, when he's not trusted world-class managers with unlimited finances, so I, I don't think... You know I mean? probably, well, there's no success is guaranteed, Jonas, but like, the likes of Mourinho and Conte, if you back them and give them the money and stuff like that, exactly, they will bring you success, they've got a proven track record there. I mean, and what's Angie's track, track record? 
And that Tottenham team's through two managers under the bus as well. And the problem he's got, see when you go down to England, right? It's not as it's not like here where um it's not like here where the players aren't on that big wages. All the guys are on hundreds of thousands a week. And the club will always throw the manager under the bus before the players get carpeted because the club's paid millions of pounds to get their players. So if they decide to down tools and don't fancy it, guess who pays for their job? It's not the uh, players. <laughs> you know, you know I, mean? I read a thing a while back that Harry Kane got like an input on who Spurs are signing. That's what I mean. So you're, you're not in control, eh? You know what I mean? A lot of these people have got clauses in their contracts saying that they, they're part of deciding what players come in and that. And if the manager doesn't... If it doesn't suit the manager's system, but then one of the, the club captain goes to the chairman, well, I thought in my contract I'm going to have to say on signings, then you're up against it straight away. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's just back in the day? Can you imagine back in the day at Arsenal or Man United, Arsene Wenger or Alex Ferguson, somebody having a clause in their contract, but even like Roy Keane or that, or... David Beckham or that, whenever Roy Ferguson needs to sign somebody, you need to ask them first ah, if they think it's all right. Fuck off. I mean, yeah. that, was, that would be the good thing, like, yeah. That was one of the biggest problems uh, in sports over the years, was uh, uh, really hard was Harry Kane. Yeah, but the thing is, as well, Spurs, and Daniel Levy's not a, a big spender. That stadium's no. cost them hundreds of millions. So they, 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 they notoriously don't go out. And buy. So look, look buy how long it took um, Arsenal to bounce back, Jonas. After they, the, the, the only thing that might be in Spurs' favour this year is if they do sell Hurricane for a hundred odd million or whatever, then Andrews maybe being told, right, we've got a big drop coming, and so you have got a wee bit more leeway than maybe previous managers. But like you say, it just rings alarm bells because you didn't trust Mourinho and Conte with you, like that sort of money. You know what I mean? So. Well, look at look at Pochettino. Pochettino's another one that got them to the Champions League fight. He, he's a much big, bigger manager than Ange. And never, and he never, wouldn't go back there. Just, yeah, he wouldn't and, go back there because he was. Still, uh, he, still, turned still still he turned it down. He turned it down, didn't he? Again, yeah, right. to go to Chelsea, and but he still wasn't given, still wasn't given, an un, you know a blank can like a blank check book either. <laughs> No, I'm sure talk he was about, on talk talk about, talk he was on Pochettino that time, weren't he? He was on Kevin Neal's budget him. Aye, just talk well about ex-spurs ex managers. Via Boas is still at a job. He's unemployed. Well, mm -hmm. he got the sack over in Cham. Want this? He wanted, wanted. His stocks crashed into it. For, everybody kind of thought he was going to be become as a manager. Really did, yeah. Yeah. But look at Chelsea wrong him, Mark. Like they have done a lot of managers, you know what I mean? You know, I think Parsons is a great coach, but that Chelsea project this season, Jonas, was was just a shambles. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah. Chelsea, you don't sack Thomas Tuchel and bring in Graham Potter. I don't care what anybody yeah. is at any aye, level aye, of club. That's just that's just nonsense. And it was just an ego trip from that boy that took over Chelsea. Oh, I want to put my own stamp on it, so I'm going to get rid of who's there. No, look at Chelsea, absolutely turmoil. Look at the amount of money they're paying players. They spent six hundred mm -hmm. million. Between between January and, and the best thing I heard from saying you honest was that that fella, what's his name, Broadley or something? Is it Broadley? Is it Bowley? Yeah, Bowley. When he said, um, "Oh, we'll get the money back when we win the Champions League next season," and the Sky Sports journalist had to tell him that you have to qualify for the Champions League. That's what I mean. They're not going to. They're, they're oh, Chelsea going to be the Champions League. He just, just thought they were going to get it right yeah. away. They, they spent yeah. hundreds of millions and, and put boys on eight, eight, ten year contracts and that. Banking on them becoming successful. What happens if these boys don't cut it? Then you're stuck with a boy on an eight-year deal 
on 200 to 300 grand a week, can it? It's it, it's up. Chelsea are one of the worst run clubs in England since Abra- what happened with Abra- since Abramovich left that mm-hmm. job, and look at the state they're in. So that just goes back to the money. That certainly doesn't affect anything because they didn't even finish. They finished just barely in the top ten or something, and they spent over half a billion in six months. So it's just nonsense. Eh? It's disgusting what's going down there, Mark. Into with the money. Aye. Like you look yeah, at there's, Luke, no, there's, there's nothing we can do to change. You look at you look at there, right? Their stadium is, is in the middle of an estate, right? It holds ten thousand, right? They can't supposedly at the moment they can't play their first five games at home because the stadium isn't up to Premier League standards. You know? It's uh, and they have to spend money. You know, I know they'll get money now, Mike, to do that. Yeah, like, but, you know, it's just ridiculous down there. They, 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 they probably don't yeah, have all yeah, yeah, in that Premier League. No, no. They they could probably break records of kind of losing games and goals conceded and all yeah. that, probably, Paul. But yeah, they've, earned right, they've earned the right to be there. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Is, is, this, is this Luton you're talking about? Luton, yeah. Jonas supports them. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, very good, eh? <laughs> oh, do, you know, do you know like them? No. Is no, that I'm right, not a fan of them, no. No. I, I don't know. see the only thing I can mind the looting. See, years ago, they were, they were the very first team to bring in an artificial pitch, and it was it was worse than Livingston. Kenilworth Road. I'm sure that was with their ground. That's, that's where they still are at Kenilworth Road. Still, they're still there, there aye, Mikey. Yeah. Oh, well, did, honestly, go on YouTube and look up all videos of Kenilworth Road when they did this artificial pitch. It was absolutely honest to God, man. It was it was worse than the daft hockey carpet things you used you're to get walking, in stuff. You're walking at the back of people's houses, Mark. Uh, <laughs> to get into the stadium. And then there was that. There was a there was a pitch, and then I'm sure Millwall wrecked the place one night. That sounds a bit that, right for Millwall. That's a, I but I I'm sure that it was a, like a big mad like they were ripping up seats and flinging them onto the pitch and everything, man. That's the only things I've ever known looking at Dane football. Oldham's Bongi Park was worse. I never saw that stadium. No. That was that was I back then. Back then, man, the stadium. I mean, this is me showing my age again. But honestly, see some of the stadiums back then, lads. See that. See like the amount of women and kids that go to games now. See back in the days, women and kids when they went to the many games. What was that park back in the day, Mark? What was that like? It was a shithole. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. I mean, it was just the, the, the old terraces, Paul. You know what I mean? There were seats in the old, like the main stand, but the rest of it, I. But I, I mean, every stadium was the same. It wasn't as if Celtic's. Celtic, I mean, well, fair do Rangers had spent a lot of money on their stadium after the Ibrox disaster and stuff like that. But Celtic Park wasn't any worse or better than any other kind of team at our level at the time. Do you know what I mean? Every ground was the exact same. Even down in England, the, the stadiums down in England were absolute shitholes. They had, big mm. fence, they had big fences up and everything so that the fans couldn't go into the park. They were all fent cooped in. Like, like a, the, the pitch was like inside a WWF cage, cage kind of hanging that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's only, yeah. I mean, me and Mikey were talking about this earlier on, we were saying about Celtic winning the European Cup and stuff like that and we're, we're never going to... Celtic will never win a, the European Cup, the Champions League, whatever you want to call it. Could we win the Euro, Europa League or the Conference League? Probably, aye. Have a good run, Mark, aye, aye, aye. We should be getting a good run in Europe at that yeah. level. 
you mean you were talking about you were talking about like Ronaldinho when he got applauded after park at Celtic Park. I can exactly. remember it was that time he and in the Esther. I was I was raging at that. Raging man. No, I, just... that, that, was, that was my first experience, like you say, I think it was two thousand and four Barcelona. And we won we well I said we won the game, won nothing. And um Ronaldinho got subbed and the fans are clapping off the pitch and I was like I was obviously really young at the time and I was genuinely confused. Of what was going on? Know what I mean? Like I, said, I, want, I, I want the I want the stadium on European nights and that, and against other clubs. I want it to be like River Plate and Boca Juniors and uh, the Turkish teams there. in that. Yeah, you want them. To, you didn't want players coming because they enjoy playing there. You want to hear the fear, the fear factor in the gun. Unless unless I'm just a dinosaur when it comes to that. No, when no I, I, totally I never that. I never forget. Let's go back a while now. Galatasaray when they were a big team in the Champions League. When, Mike, when, I, was about, I was telling Mikey about that. I just watched a video on Twitter yeah. about that the other day, Paul. Remember that, Mark? By Welcome aye. to Hell. The fireworks. You know? The, the, the Polish attacked Cantona and Peter Schmeichel was, was getting poured into the Polish and stuff like that. The year after that, Mark, we played Galatasaray here in Bishopstown, Cork City. In the, the, I think it was, it was, the, was it the it wasn't called Europa League then. It was called, what was it called back yeah, before cup, that? Yeah, the yeah, cup. cup. We played Galatasaray in those figures and they were the exact same. There was about 5,000 Galatasaray walking on the main road with all their red flares and, you know what I mean? That's, that's yeah, atmosphere. That was, aye, aye. Yeah. I know that, all that, it's like, Kenya, it's like, right, we've just beat you 6 nothing, but there are we part in the heat because your, your stadium's nice and you've got, you've got loud fans. I can't go that pitch, man. But that's what I hear all the time. Like, and it's always broadcast in the press and people making YouTube videos and that for it. Like, ex-players, like, top players and current players, like, Modric. I said after the game, that it's in the best atmosphere he's ever played in. It would be when you just went and bumped you four or three or whatever it was. <laughs> I mean, that'd be great. Playing in 60,000 fans and you win three nothing. I'd be laughing as well. Know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, just, I just didn't understand this narrative that Celtic fans have got now regarding like European nights and the atmosphere I, I, the atmosphere is outstanding probably in the best in Europe on European nights but sometimes for the wrong reasons aye because atmosphere is the same every European game but the results don't go worldwide do you know what I mean mm -hmm. yeah. you can intimidate your love for, for your club and you don't need rage or anger to put the, the opponent off and that's exactly it like Mark ain't it the atmosphere you know um, I just want to ask Jonas about uh, this kick deal I think with Era Jonas the Italian manufacturer that, that she signed it's mm -hmm. I suppose your biggest one in the history yeah it's the biggest deal in the club's history and obviously see for as far as I'm concerned I I'm 34 now. I don't really buy the replica kits unless I wear them for the gym or whatever. I know like people, kids usually wear them and there's certain people. I'm not that hung up on it. I'm just more hung up on the fact that whatever makes the club the most money then, sign the contract, you know what I mean? Whether it was Ira or Macron or Hummel or whoever was Nike, Adidas, whoever were given is the biggest money. And it's a four-year deal to 2027 or whatever. That's the biggest deal in the club's history and that's the best deal we got offered. Then go for it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's good as well. Uh, just, just after, I mean, just after being relegated, to, yeah, exactly. I like to get a, like a rise in your sponsorship. Mm -hmm. are you expecting no, I, an? Are you expecting an immediate bounce back, Jonas? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, with the uh, obviously with the way that the playoff went yesterday, I was 
I was sort of wanting Ross County not to get relegated purely because they're chairman always, like, always basically spends to get them out at the first time of asking. So with the fact that they never went down, I think Park Thistle's team will get decimated now because a lot of their sort of better players will they'll get picked apart. So we get there as long as we get the recruitment right, there isn't anything for us to fear in that league when you look at it. Like you know what I mean? You quite happy mm. with manager going forward, die? Yeah, because we need that stability. Aye, you can't get up and change. I mean, he was our third manager this season. You know what I mean? So if we got rid of him, then at the at the this moment in time, we weren't going to be able to attract anybody more high profile. The situation we were in. So I'm quite happy he's been given the chance, and he's also been told that he's getting to oversee all the recruitment. All the recruitment team have been let go. There's no director of football influencing signing. He'll get the players that he wants to get in, and that's what we need. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't I think mean, like, you can say Jim Gordon's reward for failure. I think it's the problems have started there before Goodwin came in. Yeah, I know. He, he came in. He came in. Goodwin came in. Do you want to want this? He came mm-hmm. in with out with a January transfer window as well. So he was he was forced to work with what he had there. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's not like he assembled the team. So no, it's not his. He's got to obviously shoulder a wee bit of the blame because at the end of the day he was the man there that when it was mathematically, mathematically I think, happened. I think, However, I think one, one player you'd be happy to get rid of uh, would be Bressy, the goalkeeper. Oh, get, but I get yeah, I know. Oh, I you you didn't like him on Twitter, didn't you? The thing is, as well, like I'm not genuinely attacking the guy just for the sake of it. Like, <laughs> he, he literally has cost us. North of fifteen points. Like, Mar- Mar- I thought he stole a bird off him the way he was going to go. See if he'd made enough saves to sco- to keep us in the league, he'd steal a bird off me eye once because that's the least of my worries. <laughs> I mean, I'm no bothered about that. Just keep the boy out the net. But I honestly, I'm honestly convinced the boy doesn't have arms and he just tucks his <laughs> and he just tucks his like his sides and his goalkeeping gloves. Come, I mean, like I'm sure his yeah, arms are a hologram. I was I I seen some of the goals he was letting in like <laughs> Jesus man they're bad like you know. Oh, don't you start? We'll start. We'll bring up some of the goals Toby's letting. Oh man, I never forget that one but, down in Cork City. Why Jesus Christ, man! I said that. No, I, guess, I said that. I said this. But his contract is up now. How long ago, Mark, did I say that that told the guy that I said he's never going to after watching him in the youth Champions League? Aye, aye, he was aye. He's never but, ever going to make it like yeah. Was it against was it Real Madrid they played and sort of two mm-hmm. or three yeah, goals were absolute I could have probably saved him still wearing my crutches, do you know what I mean? No, I still have a bit of hope for him by you know, it's just a pity that he's like his contract is up now. June with with, with Cork City. But it was actually supposed to be a bad, really bad groin injury that he Right, and that's is that, that Connor Hazard? Is he out of contract? That's he's out of contract. He's out of contract. He's, he's, he's out of contract. I mean, none, none, of, none of our goalkeepers nah. currently at Celtic are good enough to be Celtic's number one. None of them. I'd agree only, with that. Only Seagrist is good enough for backup. The rest of them are no good enough to be number one. I, I, Joe Hart, save percentage. Is, I, I'm convinced is worse than Barkas. <laughs> I'm not, I can't remember like other. Than I, think, I, I, I think I think we need to be looking like geez, he, he does. He he done us a great thing when he came in, like experience wise, and he put last season was great with him. But we could fall in the same situation, Mark, with, with Rangers with Alan McGregor, like not able to make those big saves anymore, getting too old for the game and the, 
too slow for oh, them. Uh, there is, there's been a lot of goals we've conceded, and it's just you can tell that Joe Hart's just not really got it, man. He's just get too slow at getting done. And I, I mean, think think about it. How many actual good saves can you remember Joe Hart making for us? No many. People have got to be honest. People have got to get over the nim in England. He's not been in, in, in England international for many a year. Yeah, he's been like I said, he's came to Celtic, he did no bad, he studied the shit when we were needing well, a goalkeeper, but that's it. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. He's done his he's done his job, he's done his job. Yeah. His first season, his first season I thought he was doing well for his this season he's been a bit hit and miss and towards well, the end of the season. Towards maybe the end of the season. The star felt in Vickers there, but <coughs> you know, and and you saw how disorganized he was without Carter Vickers in, in that back line. I so but hard. even at that Paul. Even no matter who's in front of him, he's still basically exactly yeah. no I love you know. a goalkeeper that just comes and claims a bar. Aye. No punch in. See the relief of a goal, having a goalkeeper when you're even when you're playing at my level. You've got a goalkeeper that can come and get the bar for a corner or a free kick and take the pressure off the defence. It's just I can't remember the last time we had a goalkeeper that did that. Mm-hmm. But when Joe Hart then did come off the bar making nine times out of ten, he actually got it. You know what I mean? He just doesn't do it often enough for me. You know? Scott, that game, Scott, being playing, he came out for the ball mere times. Aye, then Hart has all season. And then he I, made I, the, I, 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 to Scott Bain blonde and everyone's going, fuck that, now nah, Scott Bain's not good enough. <laughs> if the fans are honest, like it says, the goalkeeping position does need addressed. They need a better goalkeeper for going into next season. Yeah, well, and Joe Hart, with the new manager coming in and if we have a young squad, he might be looking at a young keeper. He, do you know, Joe Hart like obviously, but, he obviously, wants, but, you know? obviously, obviously, we're talking about United goalkeeping situation and that. But obviously, Celtic isn't as bad as United's, but it's still no great. Like that's how I brought it up there because I think a lot of people look at again. It's about the name of Joe Hart, and it's a bit of snobbery and regarding like, oh, it's Joe Hart we've got in goal. A lot of the goals that went in, like even against Rangers in the game, I think. Went to Verne, we still won 3 2. But to Verne, free kick, maybe saving that, give the guy credit. No, but I, the, I, the, I. The, the guy's header, it went right in the middle of the goal. I lost count how many times a, goal, a bar went near enough down the middle and it's went in. And see if that was Barkas or Bain or Segrist, they'd be slaughtered. But because it was Joe Hart, it was, ugh, it's all right. Then it's Joe, he, he, he's, it's Joe Hart, yeah. They need to get past that narrative of Joe Hart, eh? like you say. He's, he's no good enough to be settled number one. Eh? I was a bit surprised as well that Barkas just kind of get let go. Like, surely they could have got a fee, like, and well, again... Why, why were Utrecht saying he couldn't afford them? But is it his wages that he couldn't afford? Well, I thought, knows, I, I but they could afford them now, because he's free. Aye, well, <laughs> that was the thing, aye. I really, I don't, just can't really get my head around that one. Maybe his pay has just been buttons. Maybe he's said here, I'm not caring what you give me, just give me whatever you're giving me, I get out of here. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It could have maybe been half a million pounds of pay off just the, that's all I want. Give me, I'm out of here. Well, he, he, will get, he will get snapped up, Mikey, won't he? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he'll, go, he'll go back to probably. I'll go to a Greek club or something, I'll go back to AK Athens or something. But Jonas, what do you think of Segrist in that parade and all these medals and that? A bit of hard neck, it no? That is a bit hard neck, it concerns he's not played, is he? 
know what I mean? It was just because like, he's been, because obviously Steve Jonas is a bit United and that, and obviously he's left to come to Celtic. And he said that he was going to be challenging, obviously, but I think he's played like two or three games and he's got three medals. I just thought it was a bit hard neck. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, they'll just be the so. dingy plastic medals that they give the fucking chefs and I think. Come on, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> The Jimmy so, Fix-It medal, huh? Yeah, well, uh, the less said about the general Fix-It saga, the better. That's another. That's an entirely other podcast, that, is it? <laughs> you know, it's like, you don't know what's been going on here the last couple of weeks for this podcast. So who, so who would you get in, Mikey? You fucking, all these players, you know, the world done that. Who would you get in for a goalkeeper? Well, maybe a realistic kind of thing, you know what I mean? Nava, he's in a free now, isn't he? Kaylor Nava, he's back in. He's, he's on fucking. He was on corner a mile a week. You know what I mean? No, I mean. Even at Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Oh, not. Jonas will tell you. Nottingham Forest probably had, had one of the highest wage budgets in the Premier League last season. Aye, because it signed about two hundred twelve players. And they were paying Didn't Jesse Lingard. They, they, they paid Jesse Lingard one hundred fifteen grand a week for a season, but they assist one one assist and they goals or something. You know what I mean? They've let him go, haven't they? They let he's one of the ones they've let go. Aye. Yeah, that guy. Oh, no wonder he, 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 he had a great shout out. The Dynamo was a Greg goalkeeper, Ah, uh, He's a good, yeah, he's a great goalkeeper, him like, eh? But I don't know if they would get him like, eh? Dynamo was a Greb and a massive club like, eh? <laughs> and a lot of day boys, they're no like the sort of boys that'll just jump ship jump for ship, no. A lot of them are, no. eh, oh, and like I say. That he, 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 to be fair, that goalkeeper's probably that good that he could go to anybody out with probably like, like say your Allisons and your Edersons level, you know what I mean? Yeah. Courtois right. levels, Ken. I, I don't know if Celtic have got the bottle to say to Joe Hart. Maybe the new manager will, but I don't know if the, they've got the bottle to say, you're not good enough, mate. Unless they genuinely think he's good enough to lead us next season. But I think it's going to be a, a major error on Celtic if they didn't change the goal, number one. It's all kind of falling down as well. Kind of the the Stevie Woods as well, isn't it? To tell the next manager we need to be recruiting the new new goalkeeper, Marcus. Is. But Paul, sorry, like Stevie Woods, like it would have fallen down to him. Like if when the new manager comes in and they're debriefing the squad, and uh, I, Stevie I, Woods going to the goalkeepers I, and stuff, you know. I was all, well, any new manager's obviously got to consult Stevie Woods. I mean, he's one yeah. of the best goalkeeping coaches in the yeah. game. It's like. Giving giving Bain a new contract as well, like surprised everyone, you know. Unless unless just, that camp is league to date for to make uh, that'll be for the home, that'll be to meet the homegrown Aye. player quota. I, I I personally think it has something. I think Seagrass will be at the end of the season. One, he's no performing, and two, you can't hate goalkeepers that are backup that are that injury prone. So, but I, I think, think it's I think it's a today with the the homegrown thing. Plus as well. Need to name two two subkeepers on your bench in Europe, didn't you? Yeah. Since that been be it might be even be number two next season. You'll just be that wee number that pops up every European game to be the third guy. The third guy he seems to be happy with that, Mark. Don't he? He's on a good wage. He's not going to get that. Aye, aye. Would you? You can't really blame Scott Bain, can you? It's Celtic offering him the deal. Do you know what I mean? What about? I was thinking of other goalkeepers as well. What about the boy at Liverpool that's been told that he's allowed to leave? That Kelleher or uh, whatever he's I think, What did I hear? Uh, uh, Barnley are looking at him. Um, is, that the, is that the Irish guy, Paul? Yeah, Creevin uh, Kelleher. Yeah, he's been uh, told that he's got to. He's, he's he's been told that he's got to leave one. For his Irish future and two, well, he's never going to. Allison's there forever. Eh? 
So yeah. he's never going to be a number one. But I, I think he's a known series. money. He he would be. No, I think Mark he would be. No, yeah. I think he would be a good money. You know. What about the boy that went, got rel? Take uh, Southampton. That is it. Bazunu. Bazunu. I love. I love him, but we brilliant goalkeeper. But so, I, I've seen this to Mark. I've seen this to Mark. I've seen this to Mark. I think the last six months because obviously Joe Hart, like I can see through him as he's finished. That again, that's my opinion. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why, like, Celtic, obviously, they've got money in that and they're, they're going to play themselves again. They're going to need to, sometimes they're just going, they're going to need to go hard on, like you say, it's one of the most important positions on the pitch. They might just need to pay big money to get a top a top goalkeeper there eh, because they paid four and a half million for Barkas based on performances against us in Europe. It's mm-hmm. never worked out. They've bought Joe Hart into steady the ship because he's, again, previous record. Like, so just got relegated. Like, they yeah, paid... So Ninety million for 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 Bez, Bezunu, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I don't know. Would he be out of our price range? I say, would he? Would they be expecting a bit more for him? You know, and then, maybe ten, twelve. And then Rebel you know? just be on the chart that Kelleher's on six figures a week. If he's on six figures a week, then the football world's dead. It's gone. Like, well, there's a mistake in Kelleher as well, though, and there's big mistakes. Then, you know, like I mean, if, the, the, I mean, if he's on a hundred grand a week, then. The world's that, 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 that we might as well just call it a day, and then that's uh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure I've read that, but as well, maybe he is, he's on about uh, 110, 130, 140, something like that. He's he's a big money boy, you know, you know, he's a big money. Like, see, and, I mean, we talk about the way the English game's kind of killing the game across Europe, and that, but I mean, that's a prime example. Exactly. A young player, he's hardly I'm a young player, he's hardly played any, he's hardly played a game of football and he's rotting about getting out of 100 grand a week. Unless he stays in England, where else is where else is he going to go that he's going to get anywhere near that? As no, a young no, a young exactly. goalkeeper, it's with no experience or, or nothing like that. I mean, I've read nothing the other day now. And now, I know I know the stuff with the, like the relic teams that are getting relegated and stuff like that. It's a bit different, but it's in the next couple of weeks, of this transfer window, a championship team will sign somebody and give them a hundred grand wages for the first time. I mean, the English second division is now becoming 
probably the second, probably the second richest league in the world. Well, that's the, the, game, the richest game in world football is the is playoff, playoff final, is it? Aye, aye, and aye, the thing is, if you get is. relegated from the Premier League, your parachute payment's like 180 million. So, like, what chance aye, have you got? You know aye, what I mean? You get it for two years or something like that, isn't it? If you don't get promoted straight back up. We got relegated from the Premier League, and I think we got if you got three hundred thousand or something as our parachute payment. <laughs> Jesus, twice, honestly. Chicken mm. feed, is it? You know what I mean? Aye. Is, is, is there any way that you can rein that back? I mean, there, there is sure. unless Mark, unless Jody thing that can happen there, unless the FA themselves bring in price caps, but they're not going to do that because they want take to attract the players that commit to the that, Paul. Take that, no, but just the, the, the league would take that to court and lose that. That would be like a okay. kind of sort of, there's a word for it, like stopping competition. Or, do you get what I mean? You're kind of curtailing competition. But look what it's doing to the English national team then, though. Do you know what I mean? There's no English players getting in these teams anymore, bar the few. Do you know what I mean? You know, it, you know there's... Can you really say there's an upcoming England star like there the, was in the eighties, the nineties? You know. Mm. You know? But that—that's that, the. I was looking at that Bazunu there. I was saying Southampton, but. But Mikey. No, I was just saying that I was looking at Southampton squad. Obviously, with them just getting relegated, hey. you see that Elanusi. He got Elanusi got released today. Aye, aye. 80 grand a week. He was only the empty. Today, was it? He got released today, was he? Well, that's the... Well, the, I think this is the kind of official end of the season, Paul, for, and for the last couple of days, I've started announcing who's staying at clubs and who's going. Yeah, so... Uh, would, you take, would you take, would you take thought, him back? I thought he was I thought he was really good at Celtic. Uh, I liked him. Yeah, I thought he was really good, Ellen, you see. He would be a bad shot, Mark, if a bad is going, do you know what I mean? Aye. Uh, you know? I mean, Abad is going to go for a decent fee. And, uh, so like, you could like, actually see his celebrations there, actually, with the cup that he was the one kind of goal, couldn't you, Abada? You know? Yeah. Again, he's no, no my cup of tea. And again, a lot of people are different and think that the sun shines out his arse. But like I said, I just think in the big games, he seems his arse seems to collapse. If we could get a big fee for a player that's not getting in our first team and take it like a shot. Yeah, you know, but I just no, I was just all off. Obviously, it's going to see the LMC was released at only oh, 28 years of age. I mean, he, and he was, I think he, the fans well, I think the fans actually took to him at Celtic as well, yeah, considering like it says. But yeah. it says if you were letting a, if a badder was going for a decent fee, I don't think LMC would be too too bad a replacement for him, yeah. So, the question is, does he willing to take that pay cut that he was on in Southampton? I say, would he? He's not got a club ball. Who's he got to be his best offer? Celtic mm -hmm. offer him 25 grand a week's better than sitting getting nothing. Yeah, a plus well, bonus in Europe. Problem, that's our problem. And, and you spoke with numerous times on the contract, uh, sorry, on the podcast, is we need to push the board that little bit further with, with, with our, cool. our contracts. You know? well, yeah. and, and, and players remember when they're in the Champions League, they get wins, draws, whatever. They're also on bonus in the games as well. Aye, aye. I'll ask your wages as well. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah. They had them belly free. Me and Mikey were talking about him yesterday. Mm -hmm. If if Kyogo went to Spurs, would you take them belly back in a free? A hundred million percent. How and no Celtic fan can turn around to me and say, Oh, I wouldn't have missed them belly at the club. 
Because if they are, then they're again nothing about football. Do you know what? He's the only player since leaving Celtic kept in touch with the Celtic fans through his media posts when Celtic went and stuff like that. You know, I mean, he always put up kind of wind up the, the Rangers fans on his Twitter post. I, I said that to you, Mark. He'd be the, the one striker I would love to see with the amount of chances we create. I'd love to see Dembele there. Yeah, but he's you know? again, he's proven as well. He scored goals for in the Champions League for Celtic. Eh? That's why I, I was kind of a joke when I put up on the forum earlier. Because I'm just amazed Rod, Rod, no one has took the chance down down in England at it. I'm yeah. just amazed that it's like, you know. Well, that's really, what I mean. Yeah. Rodgers' first signing at Celtic was Moussa Dembele, was it? So I was mm. obviously finding it because obviously Dembele's been released. I put a tongue in cheek comment on well, the forum. What was that then, Mark? That, that was like, what was it? We went in as a homegrown player fee or something like that, was it? Our... No, because it was because, because it was like a UK cross-border deal. If it went to England, if Chief had went to another English team, it would have went to a tribunal because of his age. And a tribunal would have probably said, Oh, you're full of what they're talking about at the time, Mikey. Really, she was about eight, eight, eight million, wasn't it? They were kind of talking about. Mm-hmm. And because it was a, because it was a, like a UK transfer, Paul, it doesn't come under that. It's across, it's classed as a cross border transfer. So he's leaving mm-hmm. one one FA to join another, so we only pay like a development fee, so we're going for like half a million quid. The the they're, Brian, they're Brian said if, if Kyogo goes to Spurs, he's moving to London. <laughs> you got here a big wallet then because he's going to be a Spencer for a host in there, like this. So. <laughs> but that's what I mean. But fans only need to realize as well, like he says, well, Ange going there, like there's a high chance that I think Kyogo will go. And that's what I understand, like, Moussa Dembele is going to be on a massive wage. But if Kyogo goes for what I think would be 25, 30 million, especially with how long left in his deal, how Nogi, like, somebody like Moussa Dembele, who's free, well, free is in no transfer fee, and give him a bigger sign-on fee, a few million, and whatever, why why no do that? I don't see what, what the problem is with that. Because you're getting somebody that's a proven goal scorer in Europe, and he's did it in the league before. Mm-hmm. I just didn't see any negative of signing somebody like that. Oh, I, agree with, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I, keep, I mean, I keep saying it, the transfer fees don't they don't they don't matter really. It's the wages you offer players. Do you know what I mean? You can, I mean, there's look there we get Matt O'Reilly because of the kind of situation, his contract and stuff like that. The way we get them belly things like that, and that's what even. Look about the kind of I mean there is there's good there's quality players out there that are available that Celtic could afford if they upped their wage packet a wee bit. There's no doubt about it that would improve the team. But then that's when Celtic will need to start changing as well their ways. Otherwise they're not going to get the managers that they're going to want to pull Aye. into the club because managers will want a certain player. And unless Celtic starts saying right, well, or they just keep saying no, they're going to just need to accept mediocrity. I mean, if the fact, like it says, tables and everything's great, and that, and I'm not one of these settled clans that I expect just to win everything, but I just want to see the club just grow and and just maybe get third in the Champions League. Hey, maybe a, a decent run in the Europa League, or can I just want to just see some form of improvement in Europe? It wasn't that what Ghent did, Jonas wanted us. They, they kept qualifying for the Champions League. They started restructuring their rage budget as the kind of years went by, and that's how they kind of came 
kind of in the Champions League progressing every year, weren't it? Yeah, well, the thing is as well, you can change your wage structure on the basis that if you're qualifying for Europe on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, this all falls, though, Mark, back on the day of Peter Lowell being chairman, Mark, not not investing in the club for these Champions League when when he was CEO. In this, you know, we could have wage budget now if we did progress in Europe all these years. Like, certainly should be not getting get knocked out of the freaking Champions League in round two and round three at all. You know? It's just, I still maintain, Paul, that Peter, when Peter Law was CEO, he was just happy to be in front of Rangers. Mm-hmm. And, that, and mm-hmm. as long as he was he was a decision maker, that's all it was ever going to be. But even the way... You know, but I, but the way it's been the last couple of years, and we've spoke about it, the way the board's backed hands, the way Andrew said about the where he wanted to take the club, I would like to think that Celtic now still, I'm looking at the bigger picture and saying this is this isn't we need to step step up a gear and start making a mark in Europe. We need to aim to be a European team, but because let's face it, I mean, it happened to Rangers, right? And fair dues it brought us the the money side, it put that to the side, but. At a certain time back then, Rangers were too big for Scottish football. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because they were just they were just dominating everything because of the money they had, and now the shoes another fit. And Celtic are Celtic are probably could become too big to be in Scottish football, but they've got to keep kind of growing the club and making the right decisions, and getting into Champions League, getting runs in Europe and stuff like that. That that's what's going to take us to that next level. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? We can say all the fancy sponsors we want and stuff like that, and all the brilliant social media stuff, blah blah blah. But that's no help us on the pitch. We need to get get the team sorted and make sure that we're going to bring in this new manager in this season in the Champions League. And next season, we're going to grow as a team and a club, in like in the European wide kind of picture, rather than just keep sticking to it. Oh, as long as we're top dog in Scotland, that's all that matters. You know, I mean, the other teams I keep mentioning, like PSG, Bayern, Munich, they just take being top dog in their leagues as normal, sir, and they look at bigger picture. I mean, PSG spunk billions on trying to win the Champions League and still have any Celtic's never going to do that. But realise where we're level is. Chase second now and again will be lucky and get a second finish and qualify in the Champions League. My guys, I, I don't see any. Europe, get into that Europe, the Europa League. The Europa no, League. Every yeah. season should be that should be a bare kind of yeah, yeah, a good running Europe league after Christmas. Finishing third realistically should be the last resort. If you finish second, that's a that, that's a boast. Everyone would love it. But the minimum mark is to finish third in the group stage to drop down to Europe League Aye. and and have a good run in the Europa League should be Celtic's ambition. You know, Aye. you know, but it's just doesn't seem to be there. Like, is is that the fault, though, Mark? Is what you're saying? Does this fall back in the shoulders of the board not having a director of football in having no, these long-term no. plans in place? No, but the last two seasons, Paul, the, the blame lies at Angie's feet, 100%. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, just, who else? Who, who else? You can't blame... You can't blame the board, you can't blame Peter Lowell. You can't no, blame am I blaming... I'm saying I'm blaming the board, Mark, by... Europe. No, I, I'm not blaming the board for that, but I, I blame the board because 
a new manager keeps coming, Mark, and we just give him total control of the club every single time. When he leaves oh, them, yeah. we're back to square one and not have a direct on football. Uh, as you said, the system stays the same. Uh, you know? All right, I get you now. I've been banging, I just, banging that drum for years, haven't I? Yeah. Uh, I was reading the chat, and reading the chat, and obviously, bestest bit of the Scottish football is only a stepping stone for quality players and managers, which I understand what he's saying. I'm not, nobody's disputing that. The problem is, is it can still be a stepping stone, but you can still perform in Europe. Ajax, Ajax's wage bills 10 million a year less than ours. Aye. And they, it was only a few years ago, I think they were in the semi final of the Champions League. So mm -hmm. that's what I mean. I'm maybe saying that set like, uh, like no stepping stone for the top end players and that, but they can still perform in Europe. So I mean, like with the wages that we're able to offer in the pool that we've got, we should still be able to, we should still be performing a lot better than what we're doing on a European scale. Many times have you heard me saying I've not, I've not got any problem with the amount of money that we spend. It's the way we spend it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I mean, I, don't get us right. Right, me and you were talking about it earlier on, Mikey, players getting out of the contract and who can go and stuff like that. But, right, I mean, but right, and, and, and uh, people don't believe that Ange gave the deal an okay, right? Ange did the James McCarthy deal, right? Uh, every, there isn't a Celtic supporter out there that didn't want James McCarthy to come into Celtic and do well. Right, but, it's no heart, but, but it's no heart, but it's no heart. He's not on that, he's not on a great wage because a lot of his contract is meant to be performance related, but he's still taking. <coughs> but, Mark, who's to say we see no manager come in, Mark, and we won't see the best of James McCarthy? You know, I can't see that. You know, I can't see that. No, but I mean, it could happen, but yeah. that's, that's I mean, I mean, even down to James Forrest, the wages he's lifting, and he's no what's he putting into the squad. What's his contract situation? Does he still have another year? Oh, he's got two years. The only players that out of contract next year is who was it I said to you earlier on, Mikey? Um, Moy was one. Mo aye, Moy. No, there was four of them. Moy was one, but, yeah. but there was nobody else, Paul, really, that, that really kind of caused any cause for concern. That's what Mike, as Mikey said earlier. The majority well, of long term contracts, I guess. Aye, aye. Turnbull, Turnbull's out of contract next summer. You'll be away in this, this summer, aye. So that's what I mean. Like, all, all as the again, going back to what I said right at the start of the pod, the bonus that Celtic have got is are the top players are all under long term contracts. So, like you say, so they're in a good position. But we've got Europe. Like you say, it's, again, as hard as it is to believe for maybe some Celtic supporters. It's exciting times for Celtic just now, eh? as long as they get the appointment right. <laughs> so, uh, because we're, we're in a, I mean, we're, we're in a better place than we were. We were talking this earlier, Mikey. I can't remember Celtic being in a better place than this in my life. Not when a new, not not when appointing a new manager. No, Do you, you know what I, I mean? think that's what I think that's what scared um, Eddie Hall. Mark back in the time was the size of the rebuild we had to do. There might have been. Maybe he didn't fancy that. that the yeah. kind of, aye, maybe he didn't fancy the pressure he did that. But he went into Newcastle and fair does. He's done a great job down there. But I mean, I've seen this to make Ella right. We got born about when Jock Steen was here and that. But the, the game's it's a totally different game these days because of the worldwide 
coverage and all the ins and outs, social media, everybody's in top of everything. But, I mean, Celtic, the new, everything considered in one of the best positions that they've ever been in their full history for where they are and we've not got a manager. Because most managers, when they go, it's a disaster. But right, and it might be, we all feel a bit, we're a bit emotional, a bit angry about Ange leaving, but as Mikey says, think of what you're offering, guys, look where we are the new. There's so, the, the, basic, the basic building blocks are there for somebody to just come in and take us up to another kind of level again. I just hope we don't go fucking approaching David Moyes. No, can't he see yeah. that? Definitely can he see that. No. Fucking hell, like going from the football we're playing and then into his like Jesus Christ, like fucking claps, I say. David, it might be better for us in Europe than Anstad. Yeah, I kind of have to give him credit for West Ham, right? There's no way Moyes would have been out and went toe to toe with teams in Europe that we knew were going out classes. Mm-hmm. Brent Rogers done the same and Anne's done the same. And it costs us, doesn't they? They're just making away why, from that. Why do you why do you think like if we can see it, Mark, how, how do you think like the managers don't see that? Like like it's because they don't have a freaking another way of playing or you know? Sure it'd be got a manager knows how to play defensive football, you know. I've no, it doesn't honest, really I'm, have to be defensive, I, I, Mark, does I've it? No, I've not got, an got an answer to that, Paul. I really exactly. Like you know, like I could tell you straight out, like, we can't go to tour with Barcelona or fucking PSGs and stuff like that. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone's, you know? You know? I just... Really... I, think, I, think Dundee, I think the Dundee divisions fell asleep. No, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> make it make he's crashed. <laughs> What do you think, Jonas, about like are, are, are we too like myself, Mark and Mickey, are we too stuck up our ass about talking about Celtic in the Champions League or should we be doing more in the Champions League with the nah, you, should, you should definitely be looking to improve European performance. That's absolutely uh, beyond question and that, you know. Look at the likes of look at the likes of some of the teams that you see doing well in the Europa League and the Conference League and stuff like that. Get to the later rounds that are a lot smaller than Celtic, you know what I mean? So there's absolutely and Celtic have got the resources to compete at that level. So the need, like, look at David Moyes, he's got West Ham at the Conference League final, and that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not saying that based on that, you should get the Celtic job, but I'm saying that there's absolutely no reason that they can't be doing better in Europe. Mm-hmm. I mean, never talk, we're talking about that, but even getting back to like Bodo Glimp, that as I say, that just there's no way in the world I ever saw them beat Celtic. No, I didn't see that coming up. And especially know the way they did. No, I mean, they're they certainly... They shocked that night, Mark, when they did Paul, they were in pre-season. They weren't even in pre-season yet, I don't think. And that boy took him away to some training camp and drilled the life out of them. And they ran as ragged. Mm. And, I mean, I, I couldn't even guess how much they're kind of paying players and stuff like that, but... It's, it's the kind of results that kind of stick in your craw. I mean, I don't expect they with a good few chances against Real Madrid at Celtic Park. Who knows what would have happened if they made the early chance be a badder? If that had went in, Cal Mack cut the, cut the woodwork. Yeah, but they're like kind of they're kind of once-off matches that go good on uh, in history, man. Uh, like, I'm on about 
beating teams. Aye, aye. I mean, Neil Lennon beating Barcelona, nobody expected that. So these shock results can happen. But when you're coming up against these teams, like, as I said, even Bodo, Glimp, stuff like that, it's just, aye. We've been beat by some amount of garbage over the years in Europe. But record in Europe for years has been absolutely honking. For what mm-hmm. we kind of what, what Celtic kind of perceive themselves as, as as a club and what the fans kind of perceive as as. But no, as I said, it's just a kind of parochialism. That's, oh, we're beating Rangers. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of Celtic winning, and I said this to you, Mark, that. Uh, Inverness actually won't go into Europe anymore. It's actually Hibs that went into uh, is it the Conference League? You understand the Europa League? They went to Europa League qualifiers. They went into Conference Hibs. League second, Conference League second yeah. qualifying stage. Like if Aberdeen and Hibs have any, and like they're always complaining about Celtic's revenue mark and stuff like that, try to have a go in Europe at least. You know what I mean? You know, you know they'll get yeah, good money yeah. and spend it well. Like you know, they're they have. They do have a goal, Paul, but it's not, it's just the quality. People, it's like they're, we're talking about Jesse Marks coming in, the job that he done in Austria. The Austrian league's far bigger than, far better than the Scottish league. Do you know oh, what I mean? If, if Aberdeen end up playing this kind of fourth place team in Austria, Jonas, who do you take to win? Well, probably you'd, fa- you'd have to fancy the Austrian team just to get and things. But what I was about to say there was see the likes of Hibs and Aberdeen and that, right? It depends on who you get drawn against as well. Because look at United mm-hmm. last season. Okay, we beat AZ Altmar at home in the first leg and then they got seven away from home. But AZ got to the semi-finals of the thing and yeah. the, the fourth in the head of division. So it's not like it was any diddies that we end up getting turned Aye. over from. And then the thing is as well, we could have ended up with a, a mob free Bosnia or we could have ended up with AZ Altmar. We got Altmar. It was just the luck of the draw. So if Hibs and Aberdeen, you're hoping that they get a, a draw that's kind to them so that they can get through a couple of rounds. Because then, ultimately, if you can get to the group stage, like what Hearts done, Hearts were in the group stage of the Conference League last year, they've still made £5 million extra money. That's that's the only way that you'll start building up, by getting... Is that much stages. you go for that, Mike, uh, Jonas? Uh, £5 million, eh? That's a lot Big of money. money. Uh, that's serious money for But that's what I'm saying, that. Mark. Like, like spend it well, instead good, of being good, typical right? Aberdeen and Hibs going down to League 1 and League 2, buying players from down there. Do you know what I mean? Who's to say why they can't go over to Asia and scope there or... South American scope oh, I mean, expand their scope system. Have got a Japanese guy, haven't they? And they've got that wee, the wee, who's the wee Australian midfielder I like? Uh, the boy Devlin, Devlin. Eh? Ah, aye. Good night, Northampton, mate. Thanks for joining us, bud. Aye, I like that. Could you think of him, Jonas? No, I'm Northampton. Over... no Northampton, Tim. The wee boy Devlin no. for hearts. <laughs> I'm overly I'm over, like, over, like, keen on him just because the times he's played against us, he's... He's always sort of tried to leave the foot in, and then when uh, someone's he, confronted him, he's kind of, he's always, his bottles always crash. I think he's a bit of a full hard man, but uh, he's a decent, he's a decent enough player. And don't get me wrong, he's a bastard. He's one of the players that you can only like if he plays for your team. You hate him if he plays for an opposition club, but if he plays for yeah. you, he's a hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's just, any time I like to fella from kind of caught my eye just because he caused you what you're saying. You only get stuck in and tore in, and we're missing that. Lad from, you know what I mean? The lad from Aberdeen, is it Doak? Is this Doak? Duke, is this yeah. Duke? Duke. I like yeah, to look at him. They don't want eight million pounds for him. Jesus, man. I'm yeah, sure. Fair, fair play to them. It's about time to start. I mean, let's be honest how many bog standard players 
are going to end up in the English Championship for eight million this season and do absolutely nothing. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not a good thing. Scottish it's not the Forest just signed a 31-year-old guy that scored six goals in three years for 15 Chris Wood, yeah, pounds. Chris Wood. That's, that's ridiculous. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, so if you've seen... And you're about then Aberdeen are well... Aberdeen are well in their rights to go and demand eight million for aye, one of their assets. Just, you know what I mean? One of their best just, players, if not their best aye, Just, Just the same as Celtic's entitled to ask for 25, 30 million for Kyogo or whatever... Hibs are entitled to ask for two and a half million for Nisbet or whatever it is and I, I keep saying it with, like going back to John McGinn's situation to be honest it's like see, see if Celtic come in for a player off Hibs they're entitled yeah. to tell Celtic oh, we want five million pounds for you or oh, we're not paying that no, rate exactly. and Celtic, the and Celtic the England it's Celtic England for, aye, that you're playing against the, the, the you've, got to, you've got to expect the club to to demand the, the, the going rate for the guy, you know what I mean? Aye, I mean, it's like we went in for Nisbet, right? And they were like, oh, we want, we want four million, but you're selling them in England for two million or whatever it is. Aye, but we're selling them to you and you could fucking beat and score a winning goal against the Scottish Cup final in two years. Yeah, exactly. So you can understand why they asked for the money that they did. <laughs> but I have said, and I've said that for years about, about teams like even Dundee United, Mikey Aberdeen, why they didn't even, even with, like, just come out with. Some people might consider it crazy figures, but when you see what's getting spent down in England, there's nothing wrong. Uh, if Aberdeen can get, if Aberdeen can say, look, we want eight million pounds for it, well, we can't. We're not giving you eight. We'll give you, we'll give you five plus add-ons. That's a that's a great deal for Aberdeen to take. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm here, by the way. I thought you were maybe breastfeeding, Mikey. I I uh, wonder if Kyogo. <laughs> Uh, I wonder if Kyogo loves the club more than he loves Pasta Coglu. Yeah. I don't know, Mark. I don't know. I, you know do people realise as well? Do people realise that? Celtic fans, Mickey, do you think? You know? Yeah, people realise that Ange never managed Kyogo before he came to Celtic. Exactly. He was at another aye, club in Japan. Aye, people, aye, people seem to think that Ange brought him over. He was his blue-eyed boy on Japan and brought him over here, aye. The only He's one that came over was Maeda. Maeda, yeah. So, but, um, I know. mean, Kyogo could just could be quite happy and settled at Celtic, but just as you say, Mikey, that he's, he's only been here two years, and that's his only connection with Ange. But to the same extent, I think Ange was a big part of him coming here, so it could go the other way, and he could end up trying to get him in at Spurs. But that's but what yeah, we were yeah, kind yeah, of saying, yeah. Mark, that a lot of the Japanese players might stay here as long as Ange is here. Well, I only want to go to Tottenham for big money. We can bring in Musa for free. I'll take it like it. I'd like to put a poll out to, to ask the Celtic supporters who do they think is better for Celtic as a striker, domestic and in Europe, Kyogo or Musa Dembele? And see what they say. Oh, the belly for me all day, every day. You know how I feel about Kyogo with the amount of sitters that he misses kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, for me, Dembele is a top striker. I wouldn't put Kyogo in the same bracket as him. I know that's probably going to upset people that are listening in the live chat or that, but... Thank uh, God Brian is gone. I try, I, 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 he's probably like, he's probably in the way to my house to know. <laughs> mm. 
aye, I keep them belly I'm hot every day of the week to the police. Keep and that's what I mean, that, and that's what I've said. And if I'll probably I'll be the last to say it on this podcast, I promise. Kyogo goes for 20 to 30 million to, to whoever Tottenham or whatever. Moose's Dembele's on a free. Just give him a mm-hmm. decent sign on for you in a decent wage and then give him a three, four year deal. Maybe it's not as easy. I mean, maybe it's not as easy aye, as that. Aye, but, aye, but, just, aye, but in our, our world, it's that kind of, do you know what I mean, Mike? It's just a blazer in a way. But I mean, that would be a no brainer, wouldn't it? If, if, if Celtic did dreams instead of if Scarsburg did dreams, you know? Wouldn't you love us? You know, I'd love for Moussa Denver to be back at the club. How old is he now, Mickey? Uh, 20, 27 or something. Uh, uh, he's no, he's, he's no, still, he's prime. You know, and he's more experienced than no than he. And we probably he's only twenty six. Off, we probably make another fortune off of my own a couple of years. <laughs> exactly, man. Wouldn't we? Wouldn't we? But he, mm-hmm. he, his goal score, I think he scored about thirty, and so he had a goal every second game or something for Celtic. But wasn't it just the goals? It's everything else as well. Eh? And he was a good link up player as well. He's a totally different player to Kyogo. Eh? Totally, totally totally I said that to you earlier, Mikey. Dembele's my kind of striker. That's the kind of guy I like up front. And I think I think Big O could be could, the same kind of player. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I, I think he'll come good, that guy. like it. Oh, oh, I definitely, yeah. I think so. For what I saw in the last couple of games, you know what I mean? That the header. His body was away from the goal and the way he just Twisted his head to pull into into the far post. Like I mean, that's like people are forgetting. The lad's only twenty one, I think, is he? Uh, twenty one or twenty one. About that, aye. That's what I, was saying to, I was saying to Mark earlier about that header and that, and that's what I said. I would love Celtic to sign another top winger this summer as well, because other though we've only got one winger, in my opinion, that puts in a very good ball uh-huh. most of the time, and that's Jota. Maeda's piss poor. Abada's piss poor. And put in the barn, so I'd love to get another top end winger in the club as well. Eh? Do you jot on a top end winger feeding something like Mr. Dembele? We eat up the goals, eh? So, would you think he's Dembele, Jonas? Ah, he's a very good player, eh? and he's proved it since he's been him. It's not like he's went away for a Celtic and then he's stagnated, like you know what I mean? Obviously, like. At Leon, his game time was a wee bit limited, like towards the end of his time when Lacazette and that came and he had his problems with injuries. But the majority of the time, he, he did a good job for them. He scored goals in Europe for them as well, scored goals in domestically. So there's not much you can really. And like I said, 26 year old, he's not even at his prime yet, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You would have to say that is the best strike cross of the ball at Celtic. You know, he could come a little star, I think. That's it. Um... If he gets a chance to step up, yeah, yeah. Bobby saying my need have been completely fed up, really. I've said this. No, Mark, that's what I want too, actually, in the manager, Mark. I think that could be the risk if if we did take Rogers, that we could go back to that situation where our whole youth system was neglected again, you know. Ah, well, that could be that you know, because we spoke it here and you spoke it like that. Roger had no interest that time with, with, with the youth system, you know, and, and we're, we're actually seeing a few youth players now coming into the team. Hopefully well, we have a manager, Mac, that, that understands the way Celtic need to go. With, aye, with well, it's, I don't, it's not going to be Rodgers, do be, looks at it, but Mars, Mars brings through youth, didn't he, Mikey? 
Yeah, that's that's what that's what he, he's good at. What like he's like Rogers in the sense he's got control for top to bottom. Like, uh, he's mere, he's he's mere, when Rogers of Luke, he likes to control. He wasn't really that interested in any, like, trying to bleed bleed youngsters into the team and stuff like that. But that's what Marsh is kind of. That's part of his plan all that all along, isn't it? The way you were. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I meant by like obviously. Yeah, obviously Rogers had control of control, but Marsh is like. His interest is for use. That's where the, that's his motto or whatever you want to call it. He's just, youth. Everything starts from youth, does it? And that's that's where the football club start with. That's what that is. That's what Celtic need. Yeah, exactly. Especially Mark when there's good players. Uh, actually, do you know? Um, I know he's gone now, and it didn't work out for him. Uh, did you hear Idaguchi's comments uh, yesterday? When he made no. his return from injury, no. he criticised the Scottish football in general because he said he was back months from injury and he'd no way of playing football, no resolve league. And they said all he was doing was running on the pitch and, and basically that was this, trying to get fit, was doing extra runs after training, Mark, trying to bring up his fitness. And he could not get to that match level of fitness because there was no... Resolve league in, in, in Scotland. Well, I see it. Thankfully, they've sacked this. But was that a conference league or something they were trying to call it? Wasn't it? They were, but I see they've sacked that because clubs were against it. But that's just a kind of. How many times do we need to go on about it? Do you know what I mean? It just shows you how bad Scottish football is. Yeah, but that's actually the first time you know, Mark. I actually. Somebody's actually say that. Said it like, like the benefits of having a resolve league for your injured player. Like, you, you, do you remember when Moy came into the Rangers game? After injury, he wasn't fit. Tati wasn't fit when he came back either. You know what I mean? That's that's the Aye. whole point of it, so that you could show your players down to play one or two games, get that match, match fitness up. You know? See, the thing about that is, for me, Paul, see the, the mere kind of gazone that there's nothing like that. The mere these young players are going to leave. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, right, yeah. Mikey, I, to be honest, I don't know if you've played to a high level, right? Mikey, you've played to quite a high level, right? See if you were at Celtic and just kicking about in a shitey B League game once a week and did no chance to get. Would you leave Celtic to go try and get a, a career somewhere else? At the first opportunity. You would, but you would need to that stage of your career, mm-hmm. would you? Well, like I just, if I was playing, if I was playing for Celtic as a youth in the B team and there wasn't getting a chance in Dundee United or Dundee or Livingston or something, were guaranteeing your first team football. I'd be away at the drop of a hat. Because then that's your profession. You're no supporter at that point. Eh? And, Obviously, and you're not. So when you go, Mikey. No, it was just that's what that's when it like I was probably different because a lot of people wouldn't care because they were Celtic. They wouldn't care Celtic, Celtic. I wanted to play. Aye, I mean? so aye. That, that's, and but yeah. you've got to say that as you're saying you would even go to the likes of Dundee, Dundee United, or something. Like that. Imagine Bayern Munich came in for you. Exactly. That's the thing yeah. about it. These players are good enough to... That's that's one of the kind of galling things, you know what I mean? And he's actually playing, and they're resolved team now, Mark, at the moment, so he's taking the levels up each year. Aye, but these young players, they're just... They've got no... They're no... I keep caught, we caught the pathway, didn't it? They're no pathway into the first team. They're no set way, set... This is what we're going to show you in day for you. And these players, if they're good enough to go to the likes of Bayern Munich and stuff like that, there's something wrong at Celtic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Definitely, Mark. Because well, is there um, 
He's doing a lot of the young coaching. The co- aye, good. the coach probably is the coaching. Like the coaching, you know? like no, not to go too far off topic, but speaking to Mark about coaching from when I came, I came into the game in the nineties or late nineties to early two thousands to now, and that's how I've never got involved in coaching and that. Like I said, I've just been. Obviously, my wife gave birth about what was it, 10, 11 weeks ago now. And obviously, hopefully, he likes football and he wants to get into football. And I'm hoping to get into coaching for him. But the coaching for when I used to be coached when I was younger to now is pathetically different and no oh, for the geez, better. Yeah. Like I say, when I was civic, like I was used to playing under nines, under tens, there was a league set up. There was like cups. You knew your league position, like the scores were kept. When you when you go to watch Burns football now, there's no there's there's no scores kept, there's no leagues. Everybody gets a trophy at the end of the season. It's there's no winning mentality built into youth for a young age, and I just didn't mm-hmm. agree with it. I think it's all wrong, like a. Uh, it's all it's all about BC now. I mean, I've said Patrick to you before. Like, I've said to you before, Mikey, about Patrick when I used to get doing. I, mean, I didn't help coach the team, but I used to get doing help set up the goals and stuff like that when he was playing, and. When games go to five nothing, that was the game went back to nothing each, so that the other team won they getting upset, they get beat 12, 13, 14, nothing. So our Patrick's team is our Patrick's team is maybe coming off the pitch. And then the Wayne C they know they know we've scored 19 goals against you and you've only scored, scored four. But mm-hmm. at the final score, the ref could shoot the, the, the other team that only scored the four goals could end up winning the game because he scored two goals when it went back to nothing each. It was absolute nonsense. Well, again, that's what, like there's so white quality in this country as well, everything as well. And again, people can tell me I maybe like says I am maybe I'm getting to uh, 36 years of age. Maybe I am like a dinosaur. But when my dad dad used to come and watch me play football and that when I was younger than that, or in my coach was Jimmy Faulkner at the time. If we had a bad game, we got tell you you had a bad game, or you're having a bad game or that. You can't in this day and age you can't say nothing to anybody now without somebody getting offended or didn't speak to me something like that or. I, 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 it's just it's dead confusing to me how it's went from it's a total black and white for when I used to play to what Burns are now, and I think that's a, that's a I think that's a major reason as well for the attitude of youngsters in this day and age as well. Eh? I think you know uh, this will be sh- the same boat as me as well. Eh? Yeah, we should be there, Pascal Carbu, as a subject after tonight. Uh, most definitely, GP, yeah, because uh, we're just looking forward now. I think JFP can come on a Sunday night and talk about anything he wants. You know, Mark, I'm just excited who the new manager's going to be, and you know, aye, aye. I mean, you know, could, I remember this could, be a, this could be a blessing in disguise. I know that sounds a bit optimistic because we are, I mean, we're all disappointed and gutted about Ange leaving, but it could be a blessing in disguise. Just and if you are the new manager, don't be coming in and shit. So I followed fucking Celtic when I was a boy. Nah, nah, sack that. I'm, even if they did come in and just say that, come in and can, say can, they can come in. Oh, fucking, Paul, they can come in with a ski mask going and sign fucking the, the Samsung for all I care now. I'm not buying into another no, manager. Just come in, Mark, and say aye. it's a great honor for me. I'm here to win trophies. I know how much this means. Club means to the fans. I'm here to win. Just all I want to hear. You're here to win trophies. That's it. 
you know? No, it's like the tub, tub something they call into that. That's what that kind of political version. Of that's that why, that's, you know why? That's why, that's why, that's why, that's why, uh, just pulled down the Celtic, uh, manager job because he's afraid of his shit in case he saw Danny McGrain in the fucking. Danny McGrain, Danny McGrain, stoning at the stone at the doors of Celtic Park, giving him the evil eye. What was that you said again? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why he jumped ship. I said, yeah, you know. It looks as if it is going to be Marsh really into it. Just folk going with flying about the news kind of thing. If Rogers is real himself, how 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 fast are you expecting it, or Mickey? How fast are you expecting it? Are you are you expecting a quick appointment that we that short end, or we have a good and place by next weekend? I'm expecting mm-hmm. the appointment to be made because, like I say, it's it's, uh, it's not an easy transition and getting in a new. There's this. It doesn't take. It's not just like a player that you've transferred to whatever that's you've exactly, gone. When, yeah. when yeah. Well, a manager changes, totally different. Eh? Every every everything changes in the club, eh? and they need to get it set in place. We've got a massive season ahead. Eh? We need to be prepared. Eh? We need to get the squad ready. We need to. Plus, the manager needs to come in and assess the current squad. As much as we all think it's a great squad, another manager might come in and think, nah, it's no for me. I, 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 I mean, another, I said to you, I said to you, Mikey, another manager could come in and say about Kyogo, oh no, I don't fancy him. He's he's too, he's too wee, he's too, I prefer somebody who's like, like a Dumbelli, a big, a big, muscly, strong centre forward. Another manager could come in and say, that Carter Vickers is rank rotten, man. Do you know what I mean? Because he just doing his kind of height. I know he's good in there, but. A lot of managers didn't he? like the English team would take it, take a punt. Yeah, that's why they didn't take because his height. Aye, because his height. I mean, aye, he's doing, he's all right up here in Scotland. But again, if Carter Vickers was jumping, well, Harry Kane's not going to beat Spurs. But if Carter Vickers was doing in England, jumping up against who, Mikey? Who's a bunny? T- Harland, Harland, who's winning that? Harland wouldn't even need to jump, would he? No. <laughs> do you know what? I, do, do you get what I mean? That's the kind of thing, sir. I, th- I don't think maybe as Mikey says there he's expecting Kyogo to go to Spurs. I don't think there's many other players that would that he would actually come in for. AJ AJ wants to play in the Champions League. So he'll not be going this summer. Maybe you're next summer. Coming, you're definitely coming for Hatati. Do you think that's a certainty? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but he's a he was a certainty to go to Brighton. So maybe that's maybe that's changed now because he's went. I don't know if that deal's done yet or not. But um, if that deal's not done, I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure he'll follow him to not follow him because it'll still cost big money. But I think Aye. he'll definitely go. He so. could come I'm, in for bad. I don't know bad wants to leave. We don't know. We actually don't know what Ange could come in for. You know what I mean? We really don't. You know. But Paul, we spoke. We spoke. Right? I know. Right? Rogers was still if he came back in for players, it would be like a fucking couple of million pound. I don't own in that. Could be the same, right? Mark. Yeah, could I, be the same. No, but I, but I hope it would be the same. But Ange tax. Mate, but I, but Steve, when Stevie G left Rangers, oh, that's, that's how he'll come in twenty million pound for Morelis, twenty million pound for Kent, and that's us. He never came in for anybody because no. he went down there and. It's like Ange, Ange could come in to Spurs and say, I, I want Kyogo to come down. And the guys further up the chain are like, oh, nah, I don't know. think he'd be good uh, enough uh, to down here. Do you know that could be? Yeah, yeah could be, Matt. I, I think yeah. Kyogo would struggle down there. I really do. Yeah, I think, I'm actually, I, 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 I agree with Rod there. I think, he, I think he could come in for Yata. We were talking about that earlier, I know, Mikey, wouldn't yeah. we? 
Again, but look, see if that's what they want. See if, see if fans want these players and they want to go. They're paying top dollars for them. Let them go and we'll replace them. But that would piss me off more towards Ange Denmark and bad enough he's gone and if he's taking the coaching staff with him and then he's taking players. Do you know what I mean? He's the just bonus, building a sour taste in my team, my the opinion. Bonus, you know? The bonus, like says, the bonus we've got though is they're all under contract. Aye. Yeah, exactly, Mickey. Yeah, yeah. It's not as if any of them's coming into the last year of their contract and they can say, oh, well, I've sat to, sit out for a year and join you in a free and stuff like that. If any of them want to go, let them go. But we'll be getting serious top top dollars for them. Definitely. So definitely, uh, it'll be interesting to see. You've got an interesting few weeks ahead, I think. Eh? It's something. That, well, Jesus, at least at least we'll have content for podcasts rather than just sitting with nothing to talk we about. Do you we know had, what I mean? We, we totally have nothing for the, the season finished like, right, by the summer. Yeah. Said what about you, Jonas? Said you. What about you, Jonas? Are you looking forward to next season, or what's the story with United for next year? I'm looking forward to it, yeah, because at the end of the day, it is what it is, you know what I mean? Relegations happened, it's over, we've processed it, now it's just about building a squad capable of winning the league. It's as simple as that, eh? Have United, so, have United how many players have they released? Well, seven been released so far, but there'll be more leaving. So God, that, did, we come out, got, did you not come out and say any players that don't want to be here for the fight kind of thing, they can, they can bolt? Yeah, no, a good one basically just said, look, I'll not be hard to deal with. Come and see me chat or rip your contract off. I'll not be hard to deal with. If you think you can go somewhere else and get something better or you don't have the stomach for the fight, then I'm not going to be hard to deal with pretty much, which is the right way to go about it, you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. I like I like him. I do. I like mm-hmm. he's kind of straightforwardness, oh, straight mate, to he, the point kind of thing. thing. He doesn't suffer any fools. It was the same. Ryan Edwards was one of the first. The club captain launched first. One of the first things he did was launch them, eh? You know what I mean? Well, Mark, there's another appointment that that went wrong that the fans didn't want. Aberdeen didn't want Goodwin from the start, and they never kind of came, kind of processed him either, didn't they, Aberdeen? You know what I mean? That just didn't, didn't suit uh, him. So uh, the... uh, yeah, but Aberdeen are another. Aberdeen are like Aber- just Scotland. Mm-hmm. Aberdeen That's are just say, yeah? Scotland. They just they think they're bigger and better. You also tell you because. That there was a new thing, like the new firm or whatever it was called. It was at Dundee United. Aye, Aberdeen Dundee Derby. United and Aberdeen back in the 80s. Aye. Aberdeen, mm-hmm. the Aberdeen fans are, again, they're at the stage where they think they're bigger and better than what they are. And I thought they were bigger and better than Jim Goodwin, eh? which is absolutely yeah. nonsense. Eh? Exactly. So. That's the snobbery that comes from the, the Premier if, League if, as well. Isn't if they stick me fucking McInnes for so long, too, but, do you know what I mean? That Aberdeen squad at the end of the day was assembled by Goodwin that got third place this season. And the players threw him under the bus at the Darbo game, especially and especially the six nothing against Hibs. It was an obvious down the tool job in that game. You know what I mean? So because he had a falling out with Graham Shinney, and then Graham Shinney started a wee dressing room coup and basically turned everybody in the dressing room against him because he benched him against Darvel and obviously never played him in his last game. So at the end of the day, you. Player power always wins these days, unfortunately. But like I say, he's done the right thing. But he's going to clear the dead without for us, and he's going to have a squad there that are are tough to beat. Two just no nonsense hard centre halves, a dirty bastard in the middle of the park, which we might miss this season. And he's going to have the right players to get us out that league, and I'm confident he will do. They're they're you deep trying to switch into you there, Jonas. Saying. Oh, United, you, uh, I, I try to be a wee, I try to crawl. Yeah, we crawl our good Good night, oh, Eddie. Thanks for coming in, mate. Thanks a lot. Can I, can I, Jonas, obviously, is on about they need somebody like that's an enforcer in the midd
dirty B. I'll use the word enforcer mm. in the middle of the pitch. I never ever understood how they got rid of Callum Butcher. I know, and then Butchers went to Motherwell and won no, like player, well, uh, player of the year, and that. Yeah. like you know, what I, mean? I mean, but it's just, it's that, just yeah. yeah, but the, the, the problem with that Butcher, the whole Butcher scenario, which we didn't need to empty half the squad because there was obviously underlying issues behind the scenes because he was up, he was at the capers. But again, that should have been brushed under the carpet. It was done. The players that were involved were away from the club by that point, so that that should have just been buried. That hatchet, in my opinion, is. As I promised Jonas next season, I promised him at least a good few games that I'll go to my way from home. Like I'll broth in that on the train, eh? <laughs> I'm going to go to our broth away and that. So, like I like to go to the odd game with Jonas as well, eh? So I'll, give me a few, I'll give me a few interesting stadiums to go to like it. <laughs> Jonas, just, just, just caught a, the, the journey. Just start that on, on Twitter, the journey. All right, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Aye, the journey, that's used your way back to the top. Ah, come on, like I said, I'll get to take a few grounds off that I've no beat a Queen's Park, Airdrake in, places like that. So there's a few different venues and that to, to take oh. in. See if you're coming through to like places like Airdrie and stuff like that, Jonas. Honestly, Giza, Bellevue and Mikey, that's not that far for me. Aye. That's reachable. That's reachable for me without any real grief. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Hang about Airdrie's a bit orangey. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go that way, kind of hang with it. But if you're going to an Airdrie game with that, Jonas, get me a ticket and I'll come through to Airdrie. No bother. It's about twenty minutes, half an hour away for me at the most. I think the bonus is what they get, Mark. Because it's fine to get it. Can you can you still pay at the gate, can you? Yeah, you could. Hey, Jonas. Oh, his phone must have died. Him? You well, but you heard me saying that, Mike. If you're coming through to no, that, let me know. No, do you know what I mean? Oh, he's there. No, I come up my lock. I just lock like my lock screen comes on and then my mic mutes, so now I can hear you. But I, I keep going to speak and forgetting I'm on mute. But um, yeah, no, like I say, there are still some championship grounds I think you can pay at the gate. But even if you you can't, like. At least it's, it's easy enough to get into the places, you know what I mean? Nah, there's no stuff for sale, it's that, you know. Nah, there'll not be any ticket panics for us this season, apart from probably Dunfermline away. That might be the only stadium that's a bit of a. I can you still get the full stand behind the goal, but we do tend to take quite a, a decent support. And for me, we'll fill our way into all the grounds this year, like, yeah. So. That's a, yeah, I think Jonas and his mates have been trying to buy me a season ticket for the last 10 years. <laughs> with the, well, with the one the league better. <laughs> Qualified for yeah, because that's what like well, every time that I went is it, is it that dear time, is it that dear <laughs> every time that I went to a United match with Jonas I think I've got a ninety nine point nine percent win record every time I went to see United he's, he's maybe lost about two games the whole time or something some some like I see, I've, I've, been, I've been I've, I've been to Ibrox get in, twice get in, in the, the mascot United outfit get in the mask yeah. what's your mascot called Thomas Burns, nice to see you, mate. A new name there again. Does not want Jesse March. Marsh. Failure at Leeds, not for me, my friend. And I think that's what so I was saying, Mark, all you on that. The, it's the Leeds thing, I think that's putting the fear into Jesse. But there's a lot of there's a lot Ozy of bias though, you know what I mean? But I mean, what's a failure? Was, was Brendan Rodgers a failure at Liverpool for no winning the league? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, was he a failure like last season at Leicester, Mark? Was he a failure uh, last season at Leicester? Steven, I mean, as we spoke about earlier, just been going to Leeds, it was, Leeds was a poison chalice. They've had one decent manager in about 20 years. And that was, uh, that else, was, yeah. Aye, aye, apart from that, they've been through some top, top managers that have just not been able to hack out there at that, at that club as well. It's just another... another. I mean, Leeds, I, I can... I can remember when Leeds were a massive, massive club, even uh-huh. back in the 80s and that. And then they go to the kind of David O'Leary time. And I quite liked Leeds. I mean, I was always a Man United man. But at the time when David O'Leary was there, Ian Hart and Gary Kelly and stuff like that, great players for them. Tony Yaboa, stuff like that. Absolutely brilliant players Leeds had. They were, they were great Leeds teams, Mark. Aye, but for that time with David O'Leary, after that, they've just been, again, another kind of struggling, sleeping giant, whatever you want to call it. And, and, and just an absolute other poison chalice. There's so many clubs like that down in England, bec- and it's because they think that because of the money, they think they're better than the, they think they should be better than not. But when the push comes to shove, the big name of what money comes into play. If you're not getting the right players, the right setup and stuff like that, you're going to bomb. And the, the, the bigger clubs are always, always just going to beat the kind of top. Do you know what I mean? That's what that's what happens. Correct. Your JFP saying Airdy a bit orange. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Martin is saying I say Kennedy. Uh, I, I say give Kennedy a chance. Rogers wanted him. Ange wanted him. Must be something there. Man. So the hearts. So the hearts. Heart, mm-hmm. The hearts. No, the hearts. No sniffing about Kennedy. If Nate Smith was not going to take it or something like that. Yeah, that Quafente is is in the role for hearts as well. Foreign manager as well. <laughs> I don't know. Where's he, Jonas? He's Spanish or Portuguese. I can't remember exactly, but he's one of the two <sighs> of them. But he's done a good job abroad in that. And he's quite highly... He's been sounded out for a few jobs in that. Like, he was close to a couple of championships. Did Nesmith not get that job? No, yet. No, I thought he got that job. I don't Ooh. think he's actually got it yet, Paul. No, it's not It's not. No, it's not no but I, I, think, I, I think that's who the fans want, but... They were meant to have been sniffing about Kennedy, I know that, but I don't know. Kennedy, we've spoken about that before. How long is it? He just, I mean, he's, he must be a good coach, they're not denying that, but he had the chance at Celtic when, when Lennon left, but, and he never changed anything when, he, when that was his chance to do something. And he said that many, I mean, was he not close to taking her for you, Jonas, as well at one point? He was linked to us, but I don't know if there was ever any like talks of him coming. But yeah, he was a name that was getting banded about when we Aye. at it the beginning of the season. It doesn't seem to, it seems to be one of the guys that doesn't fancy being the, the kind of top guy, didn't he? he? Seems to be linked to a lot of jobs, but never actually gets a job. Aye. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we Bringing the director of football to help Kennedy Martin is saying that. But that's not that's not going. But a director of football is only going to help him to a certain extent, Paul. A director of football mm-hmm. is not going to help him when he's putting setting up tactics in the team on the pack, the pitch, and keeping control of the dressing room. And exactly, because then you're saying then your director of football is too involved in the first team. Aye, your director of football is above you know fucking the petty stuff out the dressing room and that. They're direct. They're directing the, the club. Do you know what I mean? The man, the manager's there to look after the team. The director of football's there to like look after every other department or the football side of the game kind of thing. 
As I say, that's, I think that's 10 to 9, man. I think we'll give that a buy. Yeah, uh, Jonas, Jonas, uh, we'll get you back on because we might be a weird kind of just general thing about Scottish football with you, bud. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, I don't, well, so something out, as I said to you earlier, I was planning on getting you on for that, just a wee kind of end of season review. I know it's been a wee bit kind of Celtic dominant tonight when you've been yeah, on, not no much problem. to say, you know what I mean? That's no problem at all. But yeah, thanks very much for me. coming on. No, I didn't bother with you, Robin, is it good? That's it, man. I want to thank everybody in the chat as well, eh, for getting involved in the podcast as well. It's good that people ask more questions in the chat, because it gives you a bit more to talk about, eh? Aye, that's it, Mikey. That's even like this, using this kind of, this uh, stream yard thing, you can put things up on the screen that everybody sees, so we can see that, and that gives us other things to talk about, we're just trying to make stuff up ourselves. But I thanks for every thanks again, Jonas, Mikey, brilliant. Yeah, thanks for coming on. You as well, Paul. Everybody joined the live chat. Hope you enjoyed it. At one point, we did, I think we had thirty odd people listening at one point, which is absolutely brilliant. Thanks very much, everybody that listens live. And uh, remember, please hit the like button and leave a comment if you know how. Thanks very much to everybody that listens back on Spotify through YouTube and uh, stuff Mark, like that. Just- Mark, just tell Martin there when he wants to know when we're on next. We're, we're normally here on Sunday af- afternoons at half six, but we'll be back on as soon as we hear any news about Celtic's new manager. You know, I believe it. Even we'll, we'll try to even this one later on in the week just to get a wee catch up with what's yeah. actually going on with a bit of the gossip and that, Mark. Exactly. As long uh, as you subscribe, you'll get a notif- and turn on your notifications with a wee bell. You'll get a no- notification half an hour before the podcast starts, so you'll never you miss go. any. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. Brilliant, Mikey, sir. There you go. Hit the like button. Mark it for notifications. And if you know how, leave a comment. Thanks very much, everybody. Hail, hail. Good night and God bless. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.